All right, in an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, we are ready to roll. Roberto, outstanding work. This is why you listen. I don't listen to be entertained. I listen so I can find audio to give to Roberto. When I, <laughs> when what was that? That was on Sunday. <laughs> I was listening to a little bit of the pregame. I was in the car, and I heard him say those words, and I went, all right, make a little note. Uh, It was 12.03. And then when I was getting back from where I was watching the game, I left in the fourth quarter. I was like, three, and I'm like, what did he just say? 3.23? We're going to go ahead and mark that down. I just told Roberto, do what you want with I think that's a classic. That is. That's amazing. He may win the next tournament. It's outstanding. It's a great follow-up. Now, I did add a few drops to the mix. I felt like the song needed some spice. Did it get did Kenny's new drop get in there? <laughs> what drop would that be, Rico? To go see the uh, the black court. Come see that black. <laughs> <laughs> As he says it like W.C. Fields. Right. <laughs> All right. We have to get serious. <laughs> we do. Okay. I don't want to do what I'm about to do. But honesty is the name of the game on this show, and I have to be honest. Rico, I'm sounding the alarms again. This is when the bombs started flying over London and the sirens are going. I I am sounding the alarm. I think we're losing to the Rams. Dun, oh, dun, God, dun. I, can't, I can't believe I just uttered that. I am going to tell you, Rico has a much more eloquent way of putting this. But now that we turn our attention to the weekend, none of this has to do with SOL. None of it. It all has to do with ruts right in front of us. And I can lay out some reasons why I feel this way. And one of the biggest ones is if Sam Laporta doesn't play. Oh, no, that's huge. A huge hit to this team. Mm-hmm. But the other factors are all football-related. None of it is fear or PTSD or, you know, using this team's past again. No, no, no. I will give you football reasons. I am terrified of the game this weekend. Well, see, I appreciate that, and I think you're smart. You know football. But, Mike, I think a lot of people feel the way that you do. has nothing to do with the has nothing to do with the actual Rams offense. Has nothing to do with the Rams defense. It has nothing to do with the Rams wide receiver torching the secondary. It has more to do with 
You know, this is the most SOL right. type of thing. Matthew Stafford. And you know what back. I say. He's you know gonna, what I say to that. He's going to win a playoff game in Detroit before the Lions actually do. I think more people are afraid of the Lions' past oh, hell, you got than me. they are than the actual Rams' You staying. got people afraid of talking about Stafford. So let's just get into the damn thing. It's Wednesday. We got three days to talk about this before you take the field in the first home playoff game in 30 years. And I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what I think you need to hear. Of course I want to get on the air, talk about Kenny shirtless at the game, talk about the team winning by 40. I can't do that. I'm very nervous. You want the football reasons? I'll give them to you. One, this team has next to no playoff experience. None. Mm -hmm. And not only... Is it a playoff game? But it's at home, and it's in prime time. Right. The bright lights. Do you know who agrees with that take? T.J. Lang. Calling all blacks. It's a thing. It matters. Really? You take the field for the first time in the playoffs, and you're at home, and it's going to be raucous. There's a big propensity team to come out very tight. See, I would think the opposite of that, only because they played so well in primetime games Take this year. Take it up with Tobacco Boy. So that's one. Two, can't lose the image of that smushed little face, Nick Mullins, like pushing his cheeks together, oogie boogie. It's, 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 it's stuffed in that helmet, throwing for 800 yards in two weeks. This defense against good quarterbacks gets shredded. True or false? Okay. That would be true. Yeah. Do you have a great pass rush? Don't. Don't do don't do the alternative facts thing. Wait, yeah. Of the three rookies, between uh what? you know, your boy, between Hutchinson, I mean not rookies now, but second year players, Thibodeau and Hutchinson and Walker. And Walker. What are we doing here? Hutchinson. No, I was just joking. Okay, so back to the point. We don't <laughs> have a pass rush. You don't have a pass rush. Elite QB. Elite wide receivers and an elite offensive mind in Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. Then I go to the other side of the coin and I go, if Sam Laporta is not here, and we still don't know JMO's status, and I look at this and I go, all right, so what is my plan all of a sudden now if I don't have, and look, a lot of this is my respect for Laporta. Rico, I think he's one of the three best tight ends in the sport. He is. Okay, I'm taking away almost 100 catches and 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. You're taking away golf security blanket. And who's my backup tight end? Boiled shrimp. No one knows. Zach Mitchell. Who? May as well be Zach Morris. So my point to you, these are all football reasons. That's before we get yeah. to, if you're so sweet, why are you just a three-point favorite? Yeah, see, my football reason, and you kind of touched upon it, the fact that you've got uh, Cooper Cup coming in here with uh, Puka Nakua, you've given up 600 yards to a wide receiver in the last three games. Jefferson had four of those, and CeeDee Lamb had the other two. You couldn't stop either one of those guys. They're coming in here with two receivers. That cup is always open for some reason. Ask TJ about that. Always. And Puka, oh, my goodness. Like, as much as 
you sit here and look at Sam Laporta, that's how they feel about Nakua. This guy's a gamer. He wasn't just a one-hit wonder. He gets it done. This secondary is getting torched. That's my biggest concern. And, yeah, no Laporta, that's Goff's blanket. That's Goff. You know what? The play action works when all of a sudden you draw in and they're thinking it's going to be a run, and there he is open across the middle of the field, and he picks up the first down or he catches it, and he goes for an extra 10 yards. You don't have that element of the game. That's problematic. Now, can't go back and, 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 and you know, re-adjudicate what happened. He shouldn't have played. He shouldn't have been out on the field, but he was, and he got injured. We all saw it. And I know they're saying, well, it's a chance. Either he's going to come back or not. And by saying that there's a chance, I think that's just football talk to have the Rams prepare. A little gamesmanship. Yeah, ga- that's the word, gamesmanship. Look at that journalism degree coming out. <laughs> you don't have him. I think this is going to be problematic. And, yeah, McVay. And, and, and it is going to be a little personal for McVay, for Goff, and for Stafford. So, <clears throat> I'm just man enough to say it. And, look, you don't need to attack Rico. You can attack me. I'm the leader of the band who said you're winning the division and winning the playoff game. And now we we got half of it done, and we've arrived at the playoff game. And, yeah, I wanted the starters to play. Well, they played. And you lost what I think is the second most important guy you have. And I could argue, maybe the most important, when you think about it, look, I'm on Ross Superstar. But Sam Laporta's the guy that Jared Goff really leans on, really. And you don't have any replacement at all. Mm -hmm. In fact, you're going into this game where you may not see a tight end targeted a single time. Brock Wright's banged up. No one knows who Mitchell even is. Like, guys, I'm sounding the alarm. And I want to have a real conversation as we essentially kick off the week. Yeah, because I know we all get excited now when Skipper says, I'm eligible to be a tight end. If Skipper's your tight end, you're okay, probably yeah, losing this game. Exactly. You may as well start Kenny. <laughs> Kenny Cott. Oh, man. But, yeah, how, how are you feeling? Because I wonder if people are just – if they see the football reasons and that's for the concern or if it's just, man, Lions history, this is going to be the most Lion thing to happen since Calvin in the process or the picked-up flag in Dallas or Schwartz in the flag – or name whatever, that Stafford coming and beating the Lions will be the latest in what Lions tragedy is. C5 vertebrae. Stop. 248-539-9797. Let's talk about it. Because you know what I don't want to do? Oh, what are your favorite memories of Matthew Stafford coming back? I don't care. You know what Stafford is? Another guy. And he's good but I want them to be able to annihilate him. I am scared of the numbers. I am scared of the matchups. Hey, newsflash, what Rico said about Justin Jefferson, spot on. Here's the problem. They got two of them. Mm -hmm. And you got Sean McVay designing plays. Now, you want to tell me, well, Aaron Glenn's just going to blitz every play. Okay. Hope you're right. And don't miss. Oh, well, the Rams' defense isn't that great. Really? They're 17th in DVOA. They're middle of the road. There are weeks your defense is good, and then there's weeks you're the worst defense in the league. Mm-hmm. So, And you may be minus 
two weapons. I don't want to hide the fact that I'm scared about the game. And then what? I pop up like a like a rat Friday and go, hey, guys, I'm kind of worried. I'm setting the tone. We're doing this now. I, this is how I feel. This is how you win. I can't do it. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. This is a safe space. If you're scared, you get to call up, and you're not going to be judged. But this ain't got nothing to do with SOL or PTSD. See, this think, is about the game. No, but see, I think for some people it is PTSD. And you I think know, for some people, and, and no, you know no, who to blame? You, you just, know who to blame? Who? Blame TJ Lang. Uh -huh. That's what we're doing. We're blaming TJ Lang because he added absolute credibility to what I said. I have, this team has no playoff experience. They don't. But neither do the Texans. Neither do other teams. That's why the Browns are going to win. They're not. But we'll talk about that Friday. We're going to get to your calls. This is something I... God, Listen. I love it because I hate this guy. But, I, I, dude, I brought this up in the kickoff show with Boomer. I Just a couple weeks ago, I go, I'm getting some vibes. Pete Carroll, there might be something up there in Seattle. Like, DK Metcalf wants out. Any shot, they get rid of him. And I got served the poo-poo platter. Cutscene. Seahawks have fired Pete Carroll today. See you later, you gum-chewing idiot. Get out. Guy's been a cheerleader his whole life. He's not a coach. He's a clapper. Just another job for Harbaugh. No, no, no. See, I don't know. How dare you? I am joking. How dare you? But everything that opens up seems to but be. But you know what? Harbaugh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh. Right, that's what I'm saying. Hey, but this may be a spot for Ben Johnson. Oh, bit with weapons they've got? Yeah. Hell yeah. Now you. Here's yeah. the thing Pete Carroll was 70 something. It's time. You think the uh, NCAA investigations finally caught up to him? No. <laughs> <laughs> David on the ticket text, let's get to the people. But Pete Carroll out. So add that to the list of jobs. That's well, out. and they got the number 16 pick, so it's not like they can go out and get a new quarterback to replace Geno. I don't think they get Russell Wilson back. Okay, you're both out of hand. Let's go. Ticket text. Oh, shut your horse mouths. Lions will win by 10 or more. Todd in Farmington Hills. Hashtag Laporta will play. Love you too, Todd. <laughs> uh, so the quarterback that went to the Super Bowl doesn't mean anything about playoff experience. That is from K. 53-man roster. Think bigger. Who? Zaman Rahm, any experience? Jamo? No. Uh, Laporta's not playing. None of your other tight ends do. Any of your offensive line have experience? How about your running backs? Who on defense? Aiden? Benito Jones? Sutton. The ghost of Isaiah Bugs? Who? Who? I mean, CJ. Yeah, Sutton and CJ. Okay, my point ones. is on a 53-man roster, you might have five guys. Right. It's an issue. So at that point, they're all gathering. Tell us what the playoffs is like. Tell me a football <laughs> story, Dad. What's it like? Is it any different when you walk through the tunnel? Stafford will not be able to hear in the first home playoff game in forever. They will be them. The crowd will. I'm not afraid of the Rams. I'm not afraid of Stafford. One problem. Okay. Stafford never hears in any game. I was because... about to... Go ahead. No, I was about to say. They don't have a home field. Their home field gets taken over by everybody when the Rams play somebody. Who's we? Nobody knows who we are. <laughs> it's a silent count at home. Yes. By the way, Stafford played here for a decade. So, yeah, they, they may be the best team at silent counting because they can't hear in their own home stadium. 
Someone says, there he is, Mike the Hater. The Lions will win. Mike the Hater, the guy who before none of you spineless jellyfish picked him to win the division, I was there. I'm using football reasons, and Sam Laporta being out is a headliner for me. Go ahead. I don't care. You blame me. You're not being a hater, Mike. What blame you, no, no, me. No, 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 no. What is happening is you're not saying that they're going to win, they're pretty, and they're special. You gave football reasons, but I think the people who call you a hater, they're more the people who I think you're afraid of this game for Lions past history reasons. Right, which has nothing to do with where I'm at. And by the way, how about I'm man enough to tell you I'm afraid, tell you I'm nervous about the game. I could take the easy way out. I could lie to all of you. I look at that secondary, and I look at what Justin Jefferson just having a field day. And then you, I mean, it's like, wow, he had that game. And then C.D. Lamb set a record on you. I mean, they were just throwing him the ball, and you could not cover him. And I do think that that may have been part of the reason why you went for two, because you couldn't cover C.D. Lamb in that game. And you figured in overtime, maybe he just breaks another one and scores. Let's go to the people. Let's see. Hey, you're not afraid. No one's mad at you. But I don't know why you're afraid if people are concerned. You got a very tough draw. And by the way, if you're so sweet, why does Vegas think you're the same? You're a Spider-Man meme against this team on a neutral field. Your only advantage, it's here. That's it. And it's an advantage. No, no, it is, but, but, but I'm saying. You're not going in like Buffalo. You're not going in like Dallas. It was Buffalo like 10 and a half points? It's something. Go to Evan, 97.1. What's up, Evan? Welcome. Good afternoon. Afternoon, sir. I, I, I hate that I agree with you, Mike. I feel like I do every time Tom Izzo walks into a game that he's favored to win. You want to believe but you know that there's there's a curtain and just the whole history behind the same old lines. I'll, I'll admit, I agree with Rico, the same old line still plays into it with me. I, it, just, ah. it just seems like a trap game. So what are you more afraid of? Are you more afraid of your past or are you more afraid of the opponent of present? I am going to slither into a hole if Stafford stops us from winning a playoff game again. <laughs> It would hurt. It would hurt. It, it would not be something it would, any no, it of would us would it get would, over quick. It would destroy the city. Come on. Imagine coming on the air Monday afternoon after Stafford beats us. I mean, uh, I just don't even oh. want to experience what that would feel like. Well, you're lucky you wouldn't have to because the Pistons are on at three. Let's hear the whistle blowing. I tried to get him off this station. Yeah. Now we couldn't even move him because guess who else plays in a zippity doo dah Monday afternoon game? No, it's the Michigan Ohio State. It's the MLK game, and it's going to be the game where they bring the national trophy out. I don't care. You're a hater. Your team is three and thirty-four. You know where your games ought to be broadcast? Don't say it. The moon. Fun. But no, I don't want to think about doing that show. Monday, Tuesday, this lifetime, or the next. But I'm not going to lie to my listeners and be like, it's all good, we're going to cruise. I have very specific football reasons I'm nervous. And I think some people have football reasons. I think other people have 
I don't want to use the letters, but you know what letters they are. You're afraid of this Lions past, and you think it's going to catch up to you, and you think that Stafford coming into Ford Field and knocking you out of the playoffs want another will one? be the latest chapter want in another this one? history. i give you another reason. Next? No. Oh. <laughs> no, F that. We're doing it right now. What if Dan Gamble oh. turns into Dan Campbell? Oh, see... Whoa, look, we're in Vegas. We're partying. That's the regular season. Now, what happens in a playoff game if he stops being aggressive? What happens if he's already shown he could lose his temper and lose his cool and go for it when he shouldn't? Um, I just don't know about a coach who's never been to a playoff game as the head man. And now, think about this. Fourth and an inch. We're at midfield. We're up by three, late third quarter. Go for it. But what if he doesn't? Because it's the playoffs. See, everybody can roll bones in the regular season. Have we ever seen a coach oh, like Dan Campbell? So he's at the high stakes table now. Now you're in high limit. Okay. Now he's got that rent money up on the table. <laughs> he's Chevy Chase in Vegas vacation. He <laughs> lost it all. We're digging up jars in Cousin Eddie's kids, yard. Yeah, kids college. <laughs> so here's my question. How do we know how Campbell will react? And what if the pressure of the moment gets to him and he dovetails out of aggression and goes conservative. I can't see that happening. I understand what you're saying. I, I think it's in his DNA. That, as a matter of fact, when it's fourth and two okay. and you're anywhere near the 40, I just assume you're going for it. Have we ever seen a coach like him coach in the playoffs? He's, he's a more aggressive Sean Payton. Wait, but that, nothing close to this man has set foot on the no. sidelines in the playoffs. No. So that's another unknown. Oh, you can call me a hater all you like. I'm nervous. Nervous. And guess what? Kenny doesn't even want to talk to me, but there'll come a moment. And by the way, Kenny, I am currently working. There's a reason why Kenny doesn't want to talk to you. No, because I'm doing a loop-de-loo that if I can't get him in the luxury box, I'm still getting him a ticket to the game. Mm -hmm. I can't help it that clients took his seat. Don't put that evil on me. Poor Kenny. He's like the little kid waiting. He's the last kid to get picked up from Little League waiting on Dad. Where's Dad at? I offered. Listen. Somebody called the bar. Tell Dad to come pick me up. Hey, if he (laughs) he doesn't go, I don't go. That's the deal. Kenny already got the tuxedo. You know what? David, hit a button. This man, (laughs) stop. I think it it tells you I'm right. They're pushing the envelope. I'm going to watch this team. Can I just say pass? Football today. Brought to you by Hungry Howie's Flavored Crust Pizza. Touchdown, Black Let's continue that conversation with the breaking news that Pete Carroll is gone in Seattle. So then what is next in Seattle? I have no idea. I mean, look, they fired him. He did not step down. He did not resign. It is being reported he was fired. Here's the interesting note. Fired, but he gets to stay with the organization in an advisory role. Yeah. Very odd you see those two things put together. Now, they refuse to rebuild. They're in a very weird spot. They're in the same spot as the Minnesota Vikings, quite frankly. You might have a quarterback, but you don't, but you do, but you don't. You're never going to win a Super Bowl, but you're never going to bottom out. Now, last year, they had an opportunity picking fifth. They decided to take corner. I really don't know what you do there. Running game, they've got the backs. They got a couple good young tackles. 
you know what's out there at wide receiver. Rico, I think it's an attractive job. Great home field advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's a Ben Johnson spot if I'm Ben Johnson. Because you don't have to hit rock bottom. It's not the Carolina Panthers where you're going to lose for at least the next two years. And I, you're going to work for a petulant child. Yeah. This is one where, and that's not even D'Amico Ryan, where you kind of got lucky in a in a bad organization and you made them good. This is now you get your guy and you can now shop to try to find that quarterback and maybe, you know, oh, if this wait guy. Time out. Time the hell out. What about Kirk Cousins to Seattle? I would say quick fix. No, no, no. But here's the thing. They don't want to re- they don't want to rebuild. You know what the best thing that happened to Kirk Cousins was? Getting hurt? Nick Mullen. And all the disaster quarterbacks that happened in uh, Minnesota. His value went up every game that he's shirtless up there banging the drum. True. Okay, next. Let's move over to this. It was interesting quotes from Jerry Jones regarding security for Mike McCarthy. He said, we'll see, when he was asked about the future of Mike McCarthy, we'll see how each game goes into the playoffs. Then he kind of clarified himself later on in an interview on the radio, says, I was a little surprised by the reaction to my quote. He says, I don't know how I could be any clearer. Coach McCarthy is under contract for next year, so that's not an issue. Yeah, okay, great. Go mm-hmm. out and lose to the pack as seven-point favorites, right. and Jerry Jones, you'll be dining on a bullet. Or owner speak, yeah. Let us lose to the Niners again off a ridiculous play for the final play of the game, and you're fired as well. Can I put this in there as well when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys? Because <laughs> Roberto, go ahead and put that in the sandbox, please. Because on the other side of a it, big one. their DC is a hot commodity right now interview requests for panthers commanders chargers they lose could you see them just name dan can't dan quinn their see, head coach? I, I thought that last year the same thing but they they, they, they held on to him but I, I i don't think that mccarthy's going to be there long unless they get to a super bowl they have to get past the nfc championship game if they make it to the super bowl i think maybe if they make it to the championship game but the cowboys and early exes are synonymous with each other and I'm going to continue to say this to you. You can bring up the Panthers job a million times. I'm going to say no to it a million and one. Mm-hmm. The only way I take that job, you call your wife or your spouse that day and you go, here's the deal. We are going to be fired in short order, but I am taking this because I have 58 million reasons to do so. See, I think the Panthers job is going to go to a college coach. This is your first chance at the big boy table. Kirby I, I, Smart. I'm not, and I'm not saying him. David, I'm not saying Harbaugh because Harbaugh doesn't need that job. I'm talking about a college coach that, hey, I finally get to go to the NFL. Yeah, it's a bad team, but you're one of Curry Smart. George is better than that, isn't it? Georgia probably beats the Panthers. I'm kidding. David. But but Dan Quinn with the Commanders Chargers, that does make sense. That absolutely makes sense. Dan Quinn has been to a Super Bowl. If I'm Dan Quinn, I am not taking the Panthers job. It'll be my last head coaching job ever. Either that or just the retread coach who just says, I just want a job. Or Eric Bieniemy, who's just like, yep, he's the only one that hired me. So, Mike, I need you to explain to me or try to explain to me what is going on in New York. Um, (laughs) It was a report that Martindale had resigned. Yeah. Well, that's not true. No. But there was an issue in the meeting. He cussed out Dayball after the meeting on Monday. He went full Valenti. 
in a meeting. What? He le- <laughs> he left the meeting, left the facility, and said he was going to resign, but hasn't yet done so. No, that David, I think you also missed the point where he told everybody in that meeting that they were number one. Oh, he did say that. You're, yeah, you're right. I mean, he didn't. He feels like he deserves more respect. Dayball's hard to work for, hard to coach with. And, yeah, him and Dayball had many a run-in. Now, here's Wink's problem. When your defense ranks 30th in football, I mean, sweet sunglasses and long-sleeve tee, but, like, Dayball's covering his own ass a little bit. Now, do I think Wink will end up ahead a a, a D.C. somewhere? Of course I do. I just think the Giants are a train wreck top-down. There's no continuity. You're firing the special teams coach. You're firing Wink Martindale. You're firing the O-line coach. At what point does it come back to Brian Dayball and Joe Shane? Here's the deal, fellas. This is the offense you put together, and it stinks. Well, speaking of the offense you put together, oh, God, I hate everything. Matt Eberflus is staying in Chicago, and the offensive staff that he put together <sighs> is gone. So, so is Justin Fields. So, the quarterback coach, QB, uh, OC, running back, but wide receiver, why and tight end. You keep Eberflus if you're going to saddle him with a rookie quarterback. You did the same thing to Matt Nagy. I was about to say, it's Chicago being Chicago. You're on thin ice. Cut scene. Here's a rookie QB. Up next, you're fired. Now we try it with the next guy. Hey. And I didn't want this QB that this guy picked. And now you actually finished the season strong. You look like you had something to build upon. Ah, Whole offensive staff gone. Justin Fields gone. Rookie in. Eberflus dead next year. Hire another coach. And somebody will have to wake up Virginia McCaskey to tell her what effing day it is. The only good thing about that is if you're Chicago and you've done nothing right, but maybe I think you just put somebody on the air. <laughs> Not anymore. Wow. He'll sorry. call back. I'm sorry. It happens. Is I am one person that you could possibly leverage Justin Fields and get some picks. I want Justin Fields in New York next. Because now, now, now if you're Seattle, man. Justin Fields, Seattle. Justin Fields, Atlanta. Justin Fields, New York. Hey, watch Goff lose a playoff game. And get Justin Fields here. Yeah. And we'll have to hear from this goofball. Who's we? Justin Fields. Justin Fields is going to be a hot commodity. Don't worry. I've got Daniel Jones in a halo week one. Maybe the Niners can work some magic and get him. Wouldn't there. you hope? Especially if you falter again. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Just for you to get another chair drop. so let's close it out with this one because there may be another option when it comes to mike tomlin and the pittsburgh steelers adam schefter's reporting that people around the league believe that tomlin could decide to eventually do a sean payton and just take some time off take a year off so he wouldn't be fired he would take a year off i just asked you a week ago do you really think tomlin still wants to do this Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah. oh, shut up. I'm like, David, <laughs> I just feel like sometimes things run its course. Yes. Maybe it's just Pittsburgh because Cowher never coached again. Well, see, that's why I always believe that, yeah, you move on from him because he the voice doesn't seem to be resonating yeah, in the locker Yeah, but you know what room. the other angle is? I mean, look, Cowher didn't coach again for specific reasons. It's a hard life. You win a Super Bowl. You're a legend. You're making six mil a year doing TV. You got daughters in high school. Cower never wanted to get back into it. Now, Mike Tomlin is aging beautifully. There is a world where you don't just die on the sidelines like a lot of these guys. You've done it. 
You're one of the handful of best coaches in franchise history. You are a Super Bowl champion. You do, in fact, wear sunglasses on the sidelines, regardless of whether it's daytime or not. I, it's okay to walk away. You don't think Mike Tomlin would be a hot property on TV? He yeah. also has you college age kids too, so maybe he, he could just... also do movies. Omar Epps stunt stunt double. Does Omar Epps do? Does he do anything? Is Omar Epps alive? Two four eight. I haven't seen <laughs> him in anything lately. The Steelers. Omar Epps was the only one who who missed the strays. Cat Williams was was putting out there. All right, loaded phone lines, and I have sounded the alarm. I'm man enough to just tell you. Uh, we couldn't get to it the first two days of the week with Michigan. Um, I'm very concerned about this game this weekend against the Rams. I'm in fear, and it has nothing to do with your past. But Rico asked a really good question. Are you more afraid of the Rams or more afraid of your past, SOL, PTSD? I've given you five football reasons. I'm very scared, and in fact, I'm dreading having to come in next Tuesday and do a show that talks about the Lions losing a home playoff game. I can reset the reasons, um, but it's okay if you are afraid. It doesn't make you a bad fan. It doesn't make you a hater. You got a real tough draw here. And the loss, I refuse to believe Sam Laporte is playing. I, I think the Lions are doing the smartest thing they can do, which is just say, hey, he's improving. Make the Rams game plan for him. Make the Rams. Guys, knees don't bend that way. And you avoided the worst of it, but the idea that he'll be ready to play Seven days after that happened, I'm sorry. I mean, maybe you can dress someone up in a Laporta jersey, but I ain't going to be Sam Laporta. Well, I'll wait and see. But that injury report Friday at 4 is going to tell you everything. I just have a real, I'm scared with that. I'm scared watching Nick Mullins cut you apart twice in three weeks. I'm scared about you don't have a pass rush, and it's Matthew Stafford with a host of weapons, Sean McVay, one of the best, if not the best, offensive coach you've faced all season. And you have never played in a game this big. Sure, your quarterback has. Six years ago. This roster is, there's no one. And I talked to TJ about it. Bright lights, at home, prime time. All three of those things escalate the pressure you're under. How do we know how they're going to react? And then your coach who's Eddie Papa Giorgio at the craps table in the regular season, is he going to do the same thing in the playoffs? Or will he turtle it a little bit? I don't know. So I'm I'm very scared. And oh, by the way, Vegas basically says you and the Rams are the same team. The only difference, you're at home. Three-point favorite. Very telling. So we'll get to your phone calls in a second. On the board first. David. Come on! Go, go, go. Kansas State minus up to eight and a half. Let's roll. On the board, powered by FanDuel. All right, so my favorite play tonight worked. Hilton magic, people. It's real. The Hilton Coliseum. Iowa State getting two and a half unranked, hosting number two Houston. They win outright. Let's see if we can do it again. I got a system that's not a system, but plays like a system play tonight. Unranked Ohio State laying two. Against number 15, Wisconsin. Is it still called the Schottenstein Center or whatever it is? Value City Arena? What is it? Uh, I think it's both. It's uh, yeah. It's yeah. called Ohio State at home, unranked, favored over a ranked team. Auto system, not a system play. And if you wanted something that's really scary against a lousy head coach, from Hilton Magic to, as David likes to call it, hump magic. We're going to the hump, people. 
the Humphrey Coliseum, Mississippi State. David, on the baseline, it says it, the hump. Unranked Mississippi State catching two and a half, hosting number five, the Tennessee Vols, coached by noted zero, Rick Barnes. I think Mississippi State's interesting. But the play of the system, play of the day. We got to go with Ohio State. Mr. Rico Beard. Mike, uh, you got probably two of the worst teams in basketball playing tonight, and it's the Pistons and it's the Spurs. You could take the probably out of that. Well, <laughs> in fact, two of the worst teams in the world. So I'm going to give you a parlay for the game. How about that? Let's go with Jalen Duran to score 10 points. Okay. Duran to get 10 rebounds. Wimbayama to record three blocks and Wimbayama to get eight rebounds at plus 175. I don't hate it. I don't. I have no interest in betting aside. I'll just tell you if the Pistons get ahead early, bet against them. That's the moneymaker. Uh, Kenneth Kopp on fire on the ice right now. A pick I wasn't a fan of. Destruction of my New York Islanders. Then you doubted me, Oh, Michael. you always love it when you wake up to Kenny's text messages. <laughs> it's hey, weird I when he loses. I never hear from him. Right? I hit 7-0. Oh. You know what? I'm allowed that text. I haven't done that lately. Somehow all right? I always just see Kenny with a little, uh, he's a little happier. Just, ha, 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 these guys. And you doubted me. I had two winners last night. There's only three games, so I'm skipping tonight. No. I don't like any of them. No. Eight in a row. Pick one. No. Spin a wheel. <laughs> pick I, one. I lean Canadians over the Flyers. I lean it. What's the odds? Plus 150 right now. Do it. No. There's no, no lean. Uh, this is not my streak on the line pick. I'm staying away tonight. But you don't, you don't even like it? I, I lean that direction. If you're making me pick a game tonight, that's the one I do. And that's how I do it. Other than that, I, I just hate everything else. Okay. All right. All right. Take it easy. David. So, um, I love and I hate betting at the same time. Because <laughs> I went 240 and a half for the Pistons game last night for the total. I said under. It went 241. So just one basket. I didn't even need the late basket. I would have won. But David, you know what you're going to do? Try hard guy got you. Yep. David, you know what you're going to do? Canadians plus 150 at the Flyers. (laughs) I want this game on the board. Fine. Screw it. Put it on the board. Plus 150. (laughs) Do the Canadians have Lord Mountbatten in goal tonight? I don't know. What the hell is that kid's name? Montembeau. (laughs) I hate this bit. Dave, David is our new hockey expert. Canadians, plus 150. Uh, now, is there anything tonight? I mean, I don't like the props in this Pistons game. I mean, look, Duran, which has been a little bit of a honeypot for us, they've, they've inflated his player combo points and rebounds. It's up 28 and a half. Can't do it. Wembenyama, 31 and a half points and rebounds. The unders, minus 130. That gives me the heebie-jeebies. I'd stay away from it. I think Canadians, plus 150 should be your play. Yeah, the only thing that I would... Maybe look at for tonight's game for the I Pistons. Have a big one. Would be a two plus blocks for Durham, which is at plus one eighty five. Oh, dude, they, they, you're trying to hit the lottery with that. He don't block a lot of shots, Dave. Okay, good talk. You know what, David? How about this one for All you? Right. Then? How about Jay Nivey to hit two threes? No, or more? No. Victor Wimbayama to hit two threes no. and Wimbayama to get three blocks. Take and, Ivy out. and Canadians plus one fifty. You know what? I'll throw that in there with Lord Mountbatten and goal. Mont Barish. His name is Sam. Montenbo. What am I doing? Canadians. Yeah, plus 150. Throw it in there. Okay. Come on. 
Get that abacus moving. That would be uh, plus. Do, 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 do. Come on. Six uh, plus five forty. Kenny, bless the pick. Come on. I half bless the pick. Yes. I need David to do the other half, though. Well, guess not. All Sorry, right, guys. Then. Whatever you do, don't be a moron. Do it responsibly. Your calls coming up next. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, 3 o'clock, we're going right to the people. I've reset it for you. I'm sounding the alarm. I'm going to be proactive, not reactive. I'm very scared about the playoff game. And I'm scared, because, and it's all football. They got nothing to do with your past. Let's get to it. I'll reset the reasons later. I'm just going to Dave, 97.1. Dave, what's going on, buddy? How are you doing? Good. Uh, you're you're like 99% right on the on the fear there, except for you know you're you're saying that Stafford's an elite quarterback, and that guy's never been an elite quarterback. All right, so is he very good? Is he good enough indoors yeah, to come in here and beat you? He's an above average quarterback, but if you give him happy feet back there, he's known to throw picks. And there's your problem. A, I, I don't trust your pass rush. Right, I don't trust well, your pass you, rush. Yeah, it's hit and miss on the pass rush. You're 100%. You have no interior defensive linemen. You have nobody to help push through the center. You got the edge rushers, but you can't get any push in the middle. So any mobile quarterback's been escaping right up the pocket. Are you concerned about the game at all, or was your only thing that you were upset that I said Stafford's elite? All right, he's not elite. But, like, what, are you concerned or no? Well, yeah, most definitely. It kind of reminds me of when we played the Chargers. Like a shootout kind of game, right? Like a 31-28 back and forth. Yeah, I'm not comfortable. You're going to have to hope for you know a turnover late in the game or something like that to be able to seal it. I, Dave, I'm with you. I, and again, I am scarred by watching Nick Mullins rip you apart in the later stages. Um, I'm scarred by watching Cam Sutton just get destroyed last week. And I know there was a coverage bust on one of those, a miscommunication, but... Pukunakua and Cooper Cup, I mean, that is as good of a one-two as there is in football. Might be the best. And you're going to go into this game. What do you look like without Sam Laporta? (laughs) Not the same team. I don't think they are either. I'm going back to the the defense and those receivers, Mike. Nick Mullins, uh, thank God he throws a bunch of picks because he's carved you up in two of the last three weeks. Okay? That's not Mahomes. That's not an elite quarterback. So if you want to sit here and parse over whether Stafford, not you, but if Caldwell, well, Stafford's not elite, what is Nick Mullins? Because he's had his way for two games recently against this defense. If he can do that, I think Stafford can do it as well with two really good receivers. Look, and the other thing here, recency bias. I know it's only one game, yada, yada, yada. I give you Matthew Stafford three weeks ago against the Ravens, and he lit them on fire in Baltimore. I, I, you want to make fun of me? You want to say, well, he wasn't great against the Giants? We can do that too. 
I'm just making a point. This is a guy who went on the road against a Super Bowl caliber team and cut him apart. Pretty sure he had three TDs that day, no picks. I'm just, I'm concerned, guys. Let's go over to Andrew, 97.1. Andrew, what's going on, brother? How are you? Hey, guys. How we doing, man? Good, pal. Big week here. Big week. And yep. I can, I see what you guys are saying, and I understand it. But let me throw a football. You know, we're talking about football reasons. The Rams. And I know yesterday you guys said, let's not talk about other teams' defenses because yours is a leaking sieve. Run game. Kyron Williams has been elite. He's awesome. Do you know every game that he is not elite, they lose? Under 100 yards, the Rams lose. What are you good at? Stopping the run. Not only good at it, you're elite at it. That's where the game is going to be won. I know it's cliche and it's boring. No, 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 but that doesn't mean it's wrong. Not at all. No, I is that they can stop the run. When you stop, when Stafford and the Rams have had run stopping them, what does that do? And the question is going to be, you know, what are you going to do to dedicate to stopping the run, and how McVay approaches it? Look, I could I could see something here where you're going to see some real hard aggressive play action on first down, a lot like what you do to teams with Ben Johnson, mm-hmm. and I just Absolutely. I just fear it. Uh, but you're right. No, I, I, Andrew, I don't expect 25 carries for 150 yards from Kyron Williams. Can he get four yards a carry and be a pacemaker? Yes, absolutely. I believe, I, I, that's that's what I, I hang my hat on is if the run forced us, not our corners, but our safeties for the last five weeks have been ball hawks. They've been giving up a bunch of yards, but they're still getting the ball, and that's what wins. I mean, look at us, turnover battle. When we win the turnover battle, it's an auto. It's a win. It's just, it's. I, I'm just going off football reasons. You win the turnover battle. Mm-hmm. You stop the run. It's cliche. It's boring, but that's what they need to hang their hat on. And I'll be excited to hear you guys uh, on yeah. Tuesday next week. Yeah, Andrew, believe me, I, I want them to win so bad. I don't want to come in and oh. do that show, man. You know that. I no, don't. I, I don't want to hear it. But hey, and Mike, you guys have the right. Like I get it. Like I'm not 100 confident. I, I can't. It's a playoff football game. And an elite play caller, and an elite offense that you're playing, you could end up losing the game. Now, if they go out there and get housed, that's different. That's an issue. I agree that's with different. you. And look, I I do think you have to. I know a lot of people like to make fun of Sean McVay, but like, he's an elite coach. This was supposed to be a bad team this year. They're in the playoffs. Think about that. And by the way, the last time Kyron Williams had a football game where he didn't average at least four yards a carry. September 25th. That doesn't mean you can't be the one to stop him. Yeah. But. No, I I think that he's going to come in here and he's going to play the role similar to what Montgomery plays for this team. Pacemaker. Yep. And once I get you thinking run, that's when I hit you with the play action. Or if the safeties are sucked in too far, I'm just go right over the top and go to Cooper Cup, who's wide open. Always. (laughs) <laughs> That's somehow I got to put that in the prop bet. How many wide open catches will he get? How many texts from TJ will, will, will I get during the game saying Cooper effing cup? TJ, did you just strip him on the sideline? <laughs> what was the hold on? What's the famous game? Was that LSU Ole Miss where the head coach tripped? Was it Billy Cannon? It's on video. He's running for a touchdown down the sideline, and the coach, it might have been LSU's head coach, just literally puts his. 
bike out of trips. I, I vaguely remember that, but you are the walking sports. No, it's, I, dude, it's grainy and it's like black and white, but you just see like Kenny after the bar stick his leg out and just trip the him. LSU coach tripped him? I think it was LSU or Ole Miss and no, like no one was going to see it in a stadium of 80,000 people. He gave him the Pink Panther. He put the hook out there and just went, whoop. Trips player. Wait, let's see. I'll take another call. Okay. Take and you can call. do whatever you All want right. to do. Let's go to Jeremy, 97.1. Jeremy, how are you? I'm doing great, boys. What up, though? Y'all doing all right? What's going on, brother? How are you? And Jeremy. And Jeremy. And I'm pretty sure his phone did something to him. I'm not hanging up. We'll put him on hold. We'll keep it moving and go to Bob, 97.1. Bobby, how are you? Hey, hey guys. I'm well. Um, you're not going to like what <laughs> Me personally, and I feel this way, if Dan Gamble loses the game and it's, you know, we can understand it, but if he becomes Dan Zaster and blows this playoff game and they lose, I'm going Vrabel. I'm getting rid of the guy. He's going to be the stepping stone coach. I always thought he will be, just like you hired Larry Brown won a championship. Jim Leadon went to World Series. Uh, you know, Bowman. Stanley, this guy's a stepping stone. I want Brabel. I'll give him 15 a year for five years. If this guy loses this home game, it's 10 times worse than Thanksgiving where he was the disaster. If he loses this game, I don't want him around anymore because we're going to hear the same thing next year when the, when the schedule gets worse. Oh, he was Dan Gamble. No, he's Dan Zaster half the time. Well, I know I'm wrong. You're going to yell at no, me. I'm not. Stupid. No, no, none of the above. Bob, I do not have loyalty to coaches the way a lot of sycophants do. I Thank think you, you. I, I, you have every right if you don't appreciate his aggression and you want a more measured approach and that if he makes a disastrous call or 12 in the game, do you think <laughs> I'm angry if you're like, yeah, guys, we're not going to win a Super Bowl this way. Bob, I'm not mad at it at all. I'm with cool. you in that I need him to be more tactical. I don't know if I'm ever going to get you. that. But I, you know, Bob, I did a, we did a show here together at Rico. What was it? It was mid last week. And it was all in or all out. It right. was following the Dallas game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And right. I said I'm all out because did. I will never subscribe to his inconsistent use of analytics. Right. Because I said Thank I was you. all in because it got you to this point. Now, do I think he's a good coach? Yeah. Yes, I do. Hey, hey Mike. Hey, Mike, before I, I sure. let you go, great, great Sunday with you and Boomer. You guys killed it on the, on the picks. Oh, thanks. You guys you guys were like 17 out of 20. And all, that's it? it? Good, Just 17 good out of 20? Hey, Bob, every week's a new week. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can do it but, again. Uh, but here's one more thing. One more thing. Yeah. Give me Vrabel. Oh, okay. All Give right. me Vrabel. Bob, can we save the coaching Hey, Bob, who do you want? Bob, I'm I pre- want Vrabel. Bob wants Vrabel. <laughs> Bob's taking a chair to the air. <laughs> Look, I don't want. I don't want to do a show talking about a new coach. I don't think there's any scenario it would happen. But Bob has a right to say it. I'm not mad about it. Oh, by the way, it was a. It happened in the pros. It was a New York Jets assistant coach. Go college was tripped by a Miami Dolphin player. Yeah. Well, Mike Tomlin also tripped the no, no, hold Raven. On. Hold on, hold on. I'm being serious. Now, now we're going down the rabbit hole here. We're still we're going to hammer I'm, the calls. I'm looking. I, I think it was a Thanksgiving Day game. Look up Ole Miss LSU like 1960. I've been looking it up myself. I can't find it. I'll, I'll find it. All right. Now, if I asked you for something from Corinthians, 
You'd be like that. Of course I would I give you that. for a football highlight. He's got nothing. Charity. That, that'll that work for you. First Corinthians 13. Charity. English, please. <laughs> Rico knows what I'm talking about. Dr. Deuteronomy. I'll stay away from it. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Wait, Tennessee coach tries to trip an Ole Miss player. What year? It was twenty fourteen. Keep going back. It's a black and white clip. Wow. What? No one cares. This is just you and I having fun. Okay. David on the ticket text. We get wet. back to your calls. If you're just joining the show, this is simple. I am sounding the alarm. I have officially reached a point of grave concern about the Lions on Sunday night. I want to be wrong. I hope I am wrong. But we are having all kinds of issues here. From a football standpoint, uh, I also have got to follow through on a promise I've made to Kenny for a year. i got to get him to the game. Kenny has been bumped by clients. Uh, I find it unacceptable. Uh, There is only one thick cot at this station, and Kenny should be in that luxury suite, and I'm going to get him to this game. I don't care. Good luck with that. You, you know what, Rico? When I come through for Kenny Cott, what are you going to say then? <laughs> Kenny Cott will be at this game, period. Things like something's going to be on the prop bet. Will Kenny? Kenny Cott will be at the game. I can't promise he's going to get a plus Kenny, one. Kenny will be at the game. Kenny be in the suites. I don't know yes. that I can swing that. Yes, no. I might be able to... Get him if he can, if I'll get him in the building and then we can do a ticket swap and I'll get him up there. Well, I don't see you lifting a finger to help the, the guy. I didn't make the promise. Exactly. There I didn't you make go. promises. Yeah, I'm very Christian keep. of you. There oh, you no, go. No, no. Hey, homeless guy, I didn't say I'd help you. Enjoy the cold. Yeah, Deuteronomy 512. Nobody don't make promises. knows what that means. Don't make promises you can't keep. Wait a minute. Why Thus am I saith the Lord? Why am I homeless now? Kenny, <laughs> it was an example. You're not homeless. I'm just. Right. This man tries to be so godly. Oh, well, I didn't say I'd help him. Right. The 11th commandment. Don't do it. <laughs> David on ticket text. Yeah, someone's saying Kenny's going to be like Fresh Prince, asking Uncle Phil, why doesn't Mike love me? <laughs> I didn't need him anyway. Oh, another one says Mike, 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 tisk, tisk, tisk. Shame on you on your prediction. Yes, I know the odds are stacked against us, but this team is a team of destiny. They're going to win this playoff game. I hope you are right. Mike in the car says, without Laporta, the Lions' first-round win percentage goes from 90 to 50%. Golf always looks at number 87. Not having him is going to be brutal. Think about the amount of critical third downs. And think about now. Now I can roll all my coverage to Amon Ra. Mm-hmm. All of it. Sam Laporta has the unique because ability to patrol the middle and an inline standpoint, or they split him out wide on third downs, and they are able to run these slants, dig routes. They do it all, man. It may help you if J-Mo is back, but we don't know the status of that. Because back at least, practice. At least J-Mo can take guys deep and open up the middle of the field. He's back at practice today, so that's positive. Now, I'm sure he'll hurt himself on a dance move or something like Dallas. Well, you know. That was something. Phil, who can't focus at work, says, absolutely nervous for this game, but we've said it all year. This team goes 
as the offensive line goes. With the line healthy, there's no reason to think we can't win yeah. this game. No, it's fair. And look, they got a rest day last week. It sounds like they're doing the same thing this week. None of the Lions stud offensive linemen practice today. Strictly precautionary. Sounds like it is just a rest day. So no Glasgow. You had no Decker, no Sewell, no Ragnow. Um, just rest. Get them right. Get them in order. Let's go to the people. Kenny, I will I will cut through. Just can't put we'll try, Kenny. Shut your mouth. Go to Joey, 971. <laughs> Joey, what's going on? Hey fellas. Uh, I'm a longtime listener. My dad was a longtime listener and uh a big caller. This is my first time calling. Well, welcome. Um this uh this game means a lot to me personally in so many different ways. Uh this Sunday is the anniversary of my father's death, and he was a diehard Stafford fan and a diehard Lions fan. He did not get to see Stafford go to the Rams, so in his mind, Stafford is always a Lion in that sense. Um, For me personally, this will be the most gutting loss if I experience it that I've ever had in my entire life. Um, Just on so many different levels. I do think we can win, but I am just praying that uh, praying that it's not a blowout because it very well could be that way too. Joey, you you I, I mean, obviously you're a smart guy. You realize I don't want to be right. And your story makes me it borders on guilt for feeling the way I feel, but I, I'm just but no, I, I'm I, trying to shoot you straight on it. Joey, I mean t- I, I can't I, 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 I can't you. ask I you mean, to separate the emotional tie to it. It's what makes sports beautiful. I'm just SOL, saying no, I man. will not be voting for Stafford this weekend. No, I, no, no, no. I'm saying that if you just look at the football of it, are yeah, you as nervous? As, are you nervous? I'm, I'm terrified. Yeah. And when why are you terrified? Out, beginning of the season, I was laying through all the records, and I sat, I was with my friends, and I go, man, wouldn't that be crazy if, you know, like Stafford came in, you know, first week? Like, like, how insane would that be? And then one of my friends said, imagine if we lost that game. And I felt my soul get sucked out of me. It's going to be the oh sorry, it's going to be the greatest, the greatest win or the worst loss. You know what, Joe? Here was the yeah. funny thing is because yeah. I don't think the Rams were trying to lose, and then all of a sudden, with four minutes to go in the game, McVay was like, "You know what, guys? Let's just win and go to Detroit. Let's go for two. And the next thing you know, because Green Bay was coming here. Green Bay had just won the game, and I'm like, okay, Lions get the Packers. I think that's a better game for them. Mentally, I think it's a better game for Detroit fans. Nah, McVay really wanted to come here. He all of a sudden hit the switch. They went out there. Carson, uh, yeah, Wentz scores a touchdown, scores a two-point conversion. Boom. Now you're going to get Stafford in the Rams, and I think a lot of the Lions fans, it's – you don't want this game because it's. You feel like it's going to be the latest chapter. No, in same old Lions. No, I don't want. No, this no, no, game. not you. Oh. I said there are some Lions fans Noted. that, as as Joey just said. Here, rank them out. Ready? Have fun just for a moment. Play the game with me. If you, uh, there's no haterade here. I'm the. How can the guy who said they're going to win the division and win a home playoff game for a year? Mm-hmm. How can that guy be a hater? People are whack. You're not a hater, Mike. Take level of quarterback offense, performance, wide receivers in the NFC. Right here, right now. The Niners were never on the table. They were the one seed. Okay? So of your possible opponents, let's rank these out. 
So Dallas is the two. You had the option of playing the following. Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, Rams, Packers. Baker Mayfield. I would have played the Jordan Bay Love, yeah. Matthew Stafford, or whatever this body double of Jalen Hurts is. Do you understand that of the four that I just listed, the best offense of that bunch is the team you're facing? Yeah. Yeah. Because in a perfect world, you would have played Tampa again, and we wouldn't be worried at all. You'd be wondering, at that point, can Dallas beat the Packers, and will you get a second home game? But now... The offense coming in here, the fact that your secondary is just, it, it's leaking. It's bad. I mean, receivers are getting 200-plus yards per game in the final three weeks. Oh, and by the way, Cooper Cup's healthy. So it's not just Puka Nakua. I, I am, look, I think it's acceptable for me to be very scared. If Laporta's not hurt, I'm a little bit more brazen. We'll win a shootout. Yeah, because we'll be you, all right. Yeah, because you can't even leave the safety back there because you, you're going to have to respect their run game. So now you got to pick your poison. Like, what, what are you going to do? You're going to try to stop the run? That may mean your receivers are running free in the backfield. I mean, in, in the secondary. Let's go to Mike 97.1. Mike, what's going on, buddy? Mike. Afternoon, gentlemen. There he is. What's up, Mikey? Hey, you know, I'm right there with you. Hey. I'm right there with you guys. And, you know, I want to start off by saying, first and foremost, I bleed Honolulu blue. And, you know, I'm a season ticket holder. I went and saw them play the Rams a couple of years ago in uh, L.A. And, you know, this is a different situation here. I mean, I have high hopes, but this is a good team we're playing. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put out some facts for you guys because this is not SOL. This has nothing to do about some quarterback soap opera getting revenge, right? No. It's no. got something to do with a football team in the NFL that nobody should want to play right now. I mean, they are hot. You know, I'm going to give you a couple facts. I'm not going to even name any names, all right? First off, you know, they're two years removed from being Super Bowl champs, right? They got two all-pro wide receivers, they got an all-pro running back. They got an all-pro Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Say what you want about them, that's a fact. They have arguably the best defensive player in the league over the past 15 years. Some people might argue he's still one of the best in the game. Their defense isn't horrible. They're ranked like 12th in the league. They won seven out of their last eight games. The only game they lost was in Baltimore, going west to east coast. By less than a touchdown. It was overtime. I mean, this is a dangerous team for anybody. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to play them. No. I mean, in the Laporta situation, yeah. I mean, that hurts us big time. I mean, you couldn't, you can't say it any better than what you've already broken that down as. But, I mean, that's a catastrophic injury if he's not on the field for our, our passing game and our running game. But, um, you know, it just is what it is. If you want to beat the best, be the best, you got to beat the best, right? And uh, I'm going to have faith. I'm going to think that the best offensive line in football is going to open some holes and we're going to be able to pound the rock on them and uh, maybe pick off some of that uh, all-pro Super Bowl winning quarterback's uh, passes, maybe even a pick six by C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Who knows? Well, and again, the thing, for, the for. thing for me, um, this is going to have to be an Aaron Glenn aggression game. Bring I the mean, heat. 
Yeah, I, and like I'll the have Broncos. to. And I, yeah, and I'm gonna have to live with the results because it may mean Stafford stands in there, takes a huge shot, but delivers a 35 year, 35 yard laser beam that ends up a touchdown. Like I don't see a way. You can't. Almost, you have to match Dan Campbell's aggressiveness defensively. You're gonna have to be hyper aggressive because if he stands mm. back there, you're dead. This secondary has shown they can't cover anybody. Yeah, but I just look at that. If you go that route, man, they hit you with some screens. Why do you think I'm so concerned, Rico? You're a hater. I want to throw a bottle at you. You know what? Throw it at me when you get Kenny the sweets. I listen. (laughs) Take him to church, Mike. I can't. I don't even know where the church is. 248-539-9797. 248-539-9797. Kenny, I will make it happen. All right? I'm working on it. Not like he's doing anything. Gotti McGotterson over here doesn't want to help you. Real nice guy. Once again, 11th commandment. Don't make promises you can't keep. I didn't. I didn't know they would take Kenny's ticket without telling oh, me. Moses, write this down. 11th commandment. Don't make promises you can't keep. All right. We good? You can go now. A quick note, been a wild day in the NFL. Not only Pete Carroll out as Seattle Seahawks coach that brings the openings to seven. Details about Mike Vrabel getting fired in Tennessee. If it was in a movie, I wouldn't believe it. This sounds like it is draft day. So the owner of the team, Amy Adams Strunk, who is the, I believe, daughter of Bud Adams. um, Mike Vrabel was fired. For not walking around in a tracksuit that said, Coach, you ready for this? A big part of the reason was how he handled his induction into the Patriots Hall of Fame. And that he, quote, didn't sufficiently quell whispers that he was going to be the next coach in New England. Let me just get this straight. You want to talk about cutting your nose off to spite your face. So you didn't do what was in the best interest of the Titans. You were upset that this man didn't handle something as innocuous as being inducted, wearing a stupid red blazer. And he wasn't, what, screaming around? He didn't put postings around the building. I'm not the Patriots. He didn't go full Jansen. Titans, yeah! (laughs) I didn't say dress up as a mascot. I said just didn't. Right. I mean, you know, when you think NFL owners are somehow above it all, that they're billionaires, and they just have to be smarter than us. Always remember they're not. So Mike Vrabel is now a free... Now, do I think Vrabel will be in the running to be the Patriots' next coach? Yeah, guess what? Whether he was the Titans' coach or not. Yeah, but they said they didn't want to wait and try to do a trade. They just figured, let's just cut bait right now. Good idea. Get rid of one of the biggest assets in your franchise, not named what? Jeffrey Simmons. Sorry, just a little news update for everybody. David, ticket text, if you will, while reading from the pages of Deuteronomy. Oh, that is something, man. What is that book called again? It's it's called Deuteronomy, but I heard someone call it different, so whatever. Everyone says things differently. Everyone should be nervous, uh, this texter says. That genius, Aaron Glenn, just gave up 400 yards through the air last week to a fourth-string QB. That is from Bob. I never would have spelled Deuteronomy this way. This is fascinating. And probably why somebody misspoke uh fellas i believe the lions will destroy the rams pressure dialed up on stafford play physical cost turnovers win by double digits 
Someone wants to know, am I being dramatic to think that the Lions will need to put up north of 40 points to win? That's dramatic. Okay. I mean, that's that, I mean, you'd be in the running for one of the highest scoring playoff games of all time. Getting getting a shootout into the forties. Oh boy. Uh, this is from Gov, not that Gov, but a different Gov Lions fan. In the uh, area. <laughs> Golf threw for forty five hundred yards and had two running backs run over a thousand. Not saying Laporta wasn't awesome this year too, but I think we have some options. Who? Now Brock Wright practiced today. Okay. But who? Do you understand it is as much of a compliment about Laporta as it is me being negative about the team? Okay, Sam Laporta was he was be- here, I don't give a day. He was better than Travis Kelsey this year. You know why I can say that? Because I watched the games. No, no, Sam Laporta is better than Travis Kelsey right here, right now. Okay? No, but Mike, let's just go back to the beginning of the season. A lot of Lions fans were very confident you were going to beat the Chiefs. Why? Travis Kelsey wasn't going to play. There you go. There you you, were, you were confident. Point. Oh, we're going to walk into Kansas City because there's no Kelsey. Right. right now, do you know the only comp I can give to Sam Laporta, and it's the highest compliment I can pay? It's George Kittle. Why? Because Kittle is every bit the blocker as he is the receiver, just like Sam Laporta. You drafted a Gronk-type guy. Oh, yeah, everyone knows about Gronk and catching touchdowns and all that. Gronk was vicious in the run game. Sam Laporta hurts both. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. And so, yeah, so to sit here and say, well, that's no big deal. You weren't feeling that way at the beginning of the season. And I think that he has elevated himself right. how many to tight Kelsey ends, level. How many tight ends right now would you put unequivocally ahead of Sam Laporte in the National Football League? Right here, right now. One. So if tomorrow, let's say in the divisional round, the Niners take the field and George Kittle falls down a flight of stairs. He ain't going to play. Right. You don't think that matters? And you don't think Detroit is back? Well, you don't have George Kittle. Well, that's what the Rams are saying right now. I can't even name your backup tight end. And I'm a nerd. Yeah, David. The backup tight end is uh, the fullback. Yeah, exactly. Mr. Sprinkle. Oh, Kajewski or Juszczyk? Oh, Juszczyk. Yeah. yeah, I like him, but he's a fullback. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Basically, that would be your considering. He's they would just receiver. move him. Yeah. Let's go to John, 97-1. Johnny, what's going on, buddy? Not much, guys. How you guys doing today? Good, John. What's on your mind? Um, one thing I noticed over the last, uh, I think the last three or four games, the Rams have been outscored in the second half. Now, not by much, but even your Giants did that to them. Um, so I think they're a little susceptible to if you can make uh, halftime adjustments uh, as far as this team. The biggest thing that worries me is that Stafford having the ball with uh, two, three timeouts and no more than 40 seconds left in the game and down by a score. Stafford is very, very good at making that last drive and bringing points out of that last drive. He has still done that this year. So I don't want him with the ball in his hands at the end of the game. I think that's my biggest worry about this game. Other than that, yeah, it can go either way as – you know, can you can you get Stafford to make mistakes? Because he is still prone to throw that interception. Yeah, it's, it's, pr- it's pressure. You have to pressure him. And pressure. I just don't know if you're going to be able to do that without blitzing. And that is a concern because Rico nailed it. The minute you sell out and the minute you decide this is how we're going to play this game today, that's not Russell Wilson on the other side. That's not a Broncos team without Cortland Sutton. This is going to be a team that with Sean McVay will have the answers to that puzzle. 
it creates an issue. Now, if all of a sudden your base four is getting a ton of pressure, this game's over. But that's just not something they do. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. By the way, David, why is it always so confusing? I hit the Google to try to read about this due to Dottie, and I, I even when they try to explain what's in the Bible, they don't make it approachable. I mean, they, they're not even speaking English over here. Like in the description of what we're talking about, why is it always so complex? It's not. We can sit down. We can talk about it. I don't have that kind of time. Wait, wait, wait. I, I mean, my hold, on, hold on. Let me look this. Up. He wants to understand it. <laughs> oh, Rico, I go to the Wikipedia, and I mean, I don't have all day for this. God Almighty! Book of Deuteronomy. Yeah, go ahead, look it up. Oh well, that well, never mind. What? That book has a lot of historical stuff in it. You're gonna get names that you don't pronounce. Who's Joshua? Two four eight. All right, Kenny, I'm working on it. He was kind of important. <laughs> Joshua was overrated. Two four eight. Let's go. <laughs> I don't want to lose to the Rams. <laughs> Go. I don't want to lose. Okay. I'm under a lot of pressure. <laughs> We're breaking down the 12 spies. I got to get Kenny to the game. <laughs> All right, NFL <laughs> Super Wild Card Weekend. Six games, three days. Please, God, don't let the Lions lose. Please. So let's go through this because we are talking Lions and Rams, but I want to go through every contender Let's talk about their weaknesses and see if you agree All if right. they have to be worried about this, guys. So let's start with the Cleveland Browns, and their biggest flaw would be turnovers. Let me give you some stats here. They've turned the ball over 12 times across their past five games. Flacco has thrown nine interceptions. Two of those turnovers resulted in pick sixes. Would that be a concern for you? Huge concern. Yeah. The only thing they have to do is go on the road, play defense, punt the football, Texans are not going to be able to score much on their own. For all that we love about C.J. Stroud, the reality is they struggle to get to 20. See, uh, I think when's the Flacco magic end? It's been a great story, I know. but you know it's going to come crashing and burning down. You just don't know when it's going to happen. Let's move over to the L.A. Rams. Let's talk about their flaw being kicking. The Rams have hit on just 80.7% of their field goals and extra points that marks them 31st in the league. Would that be a concern going into the game? Yeah, less of a concern you're indoors. But, yeah, but here's the thing. The team you're playing, they ain't got a kicker either. <laughs> right. Yeah, this looks more like the Charger game. We're just going to go for it and What's go the over-under on fourth down attempts in this game between both teams? Set at six and a half. Hmm. I would have probably went four and a half or five and a half. Okay, but yeah. you, we all agree. This game is going to be played on fourth down, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you're not taking the under. Oh, yeah. Anything fourth and three, just go for it. Because you know he's that nut job. He's going to do the same thing. Next uh, on the list would be the Philadelphia Eagles. Their biggest flaw would be the pass defense. Offense. Defense. Pass Special defense. Teams. <laughs> Everything. Coach. Bodyguard. <laughs> So the Eagles have allowed 34 touchdowns, uh, which is only one short of the rival, which is the Commanders. They've allowed 34 touchdown passes. Wow. Dear God. So that would be definitely a concern, right? Um, uh, yeah. yeah. See, I, uh, for the Eagles, I, I think it's they just forgot how to score. It's the other way. They, they, they don't score anymore. And now, you know, if A.J. Brown can't play, that's – 
I, I have no idea what I'm looking at Look, when I watch this team. Like, that team was in the Super Bowl. Yeah. They're broken, and I've been saying it now for two months. Jalen Hurts' knee is a thing, too. He only looks like he's about 80% running the ball tops. And he doesn't want to stay in the pocket. He doesn't want to get hit. He's not delivering the ball on time. There's no rhythm. You lost both coordinators. It can't be overstated. And defensively, forget about it. Just absolutely forget about it. A complete train wreck. And routinely, they are on the field for 38, 39, 40 minutes a game. It's unbelievable. So the next on the list would be your Detroit Lions. And their weakness would be beating pressure. So, of course, the average passer, QBR drops more than 42 points. But golf melts down his 8.8 QBR under pressure is 26 in the league. Would that be a concern yes. for this game? 100%. He's top five when you don't blitz him. He's bottom five when you do. It's just a question of who's going to be able to make it happen. Who's going to be able to get to the quarterback in this game or at least pressure? Because again, this is not like you got the fearsome foursome over there. See, I would go secondary. I think that's because you're, I like that. you're watching every week. They're getting torched. Yeah, they're getting interceptions because... You know, all of a sudden you got Kirby Joseph just playing center field because you're hoping to read a bad quarterback's eyes. But now the level of quarterback play takes a step up each week, and you're not going to just be able to sit back there and play center field. You can't allow receivers to have over 200 yards a game. David, the last time I've heard, that's frowned upon in the NFL. Uh, By the way, fun note, Lions and Rams both finished the season with 41 sacks. Spider-Man meme. They are looking at each other, definitely, for sure. <laughs> but does Aaron Donald do the stanky leg? Okay. Next team oh. On oh, okay. <laughs> would be the Miami Dolphins. Uh, their biggest flaw would be red zone defense. So the Dolphins have allowed 67.3% of their trips inside the 22 resulting touchdowns. That is the fourth worst mark in the NFL. Would that be a concern? Yeah, 100%. I'm also concerned about Mike McDaniel's calves and capri pants and zero-degree weather. Um, Look, their injuries are brutal. I mean, losing Jalen Phillips, losing Bradley Chubb, you don't have your pass rushers. That's the only way you stop teams in the red zone. Yeah, man, there's no argument there. I worry offensively. That's a finesse team. Jalen Waddles made a paper mache. The running back core is beat up. O line is beat up. I, the whole thing, man, it's falling apart. Yeah, I think they peaked way too soon. Early in the middle of the season, they looked unbeatable. But now, the weather, the fact that if you won the game last week, you would have been playing in Miami. You couldn't get it done. I, yeah, I agree with Mike. I think that they've just run out of steam. Yeah, to your point on that, Mike. Since they've had injuries. In the past five games, they've had tw- allowed 22 trips in the 20. 15 of them have been touchdowns, so that will go to the injuries they've had on defense there. The next on the list will be the Kansas City Chiefs, and it will be simply catching passes. <laughs> so Andy Reid's wideouts are dropping 7.5% of passes thrown in their direction. That's the worst mark in the NFL but let me, in some time. Let's be even more specific. Separation is their issue. No one gets open on that team. Travis Kelsey looks like he's playing in a coffin. Their wide receivers absolutely suck if you're not named Rashi Rice, and he only catches things at the line of scrimmage or in the red zone. No one's open. Then you throw it, and of course they're not making these catches. 
Uh, it's the whole thing is busted. They have no team speed. Mm-mm. And they also have Kadarius Tony. So. You have never been more right about any player in the NFL as you were with Kadarius Tony. I thought you were just being overly. I know. Critical of that man. He's garbage. And I don't like to say that about too many people. He is truly garbage. He brings <laughs> nothing to the table. Next team. He on- has hamburger helper hands. Next team on the list would be the Dallas Cowboys. Their flaw would be rush defense. So they're 31st in defensive success rate against the run, meaning opposing offensive stay ahead of schedule or pick up first downs or touchdowns on the ground at the NFL's second highest rate. Tell me the last time the Packers were good at stopping a run. I, okay. I'm just giving you what their weakness no, is. No, no, I'm saying it may as well be the logo on their helmet. This has been Joe Barry's problem for how long? They can't stop the run. I don't remember the last time they were able to. You're 100% spot on. The other thing is still inexperienced QB making his debut on the road. Are we sure Jordan Love is ready for that? No. Uh, But no, they can't stop the run, David. You win. Next team on the list would be the Ravens and their flaw, which Uh, is not a lot. quarterback never shows up in the playoffs. No, their flaw would he be... He Michael Penix. It would be fumbles. It says the Ravens have fumbled 13 times across their 13 victories. Uh, they've lost the ball eight times in their three losses. Yeah, it's Lamar in the playoffs. Okay, that's your fatal flaw. It's your weakness. Until you show up and do it in the playoffs, that's the weakness. And again, I fully expect this is the year Lamar gets it right. This is the year he gets to a Super Bowl. But his playoff numbers are ass. Yeah. When the, when the Ravens lose, man, they look bad. Awful. It's Helpless. Like, right. It's not even like a close game. It's like, wait, that's the Ravens? Yeah. So then the 49ers' biggest flaw would be, of course, interceptions. Because in nine, I'm sorry, in their four losses, Purdy's thrown nine interceptions, which is an interception rate of 7.5. Yeah. I was going to say Purdy is Purdy's their weakness. If you, can, if you can stop him from going out there and having to take over the game, you can win. If you can rely on Debo and McCaffrey and all, that's fine. But if he has to win the game like on Christmas night, no. No, no, no. Long night. So that is your playoff edition football today. Just tremendous. Um, listen, give me one moment on something. I just, I just, I don't understand I just feel like I am so alone in this world sometimes. Why does Kelly Stafford have to do things? Oh, boy. (laughs) Is it? Let's see if it's what I think it is. New York Post. And I'm sure it's everywhere. But plenty of people out there are just saying, like, yeah, man, don't be wearing a Stafford jersey this week. And we hope we make it really hard on Matthew Stafford. And you know what? To hell with him. Like, he left and won a Super Bowl, and now's our time. Kelly Stafford, who just must be really bored, decided to do what she does best. She just essentially went after the fans. It's what she did multiple times when she was here. Well, that's just really sad, she wrote, because it's the opposite of how we feel about the city. And it's like, Kelly, just stop. No one attacked you. No one attacked your husband. He don't play here no more. And the organization 
sent him to the place that you wanted to go. So please, when you type what you type, just don't do it. I get so frustrated. I don't understand it. Well, you know, Rieger listened to the whole podcast. I refuse. And some of the things that he told me. Just say them now. No one cares about your secret conversation. What else did she oh, do? I'm about to tell you, Mike, it's called the setup, okay? God do I to me. It basically, she's upset because the Lions won't give her a sweep. And do you know how difficult it is to pack up your kids, take them across country, and then have them sit in the stands? Yes. First first world problem. No, elite problem. You could hire a nanny for each child if you really wanted to. But yeah, the Lions won't give her a sweep. You know Good for the Lions. You know how expensive it is to buy one? Like, seriously? The Lions won't give Kenny Cotta a ticket. Hey, but they won't give her a sweep. You, you can afford it. Kenny Cott plays for this team. I'm getting you to the game. Just relax. But yeah, I just can't stand it. She can't help herself. What? They, she can't. You know, I'll tell you who I then, then I blamed Stafford. Just like I blamed him when we were in, when we were all in town together. Take the phone away. Enough. Can't. You're making my life hard at work. She's gonna say, "Take honey, the phone, honey. It's all about my brand." What brand? And Stafford is so non-confrontational. But what brand? Her brand? What did she invent the Model T? You know what, what brand? The brand that says at 4 o'clock we're talking about her. No, I'm just angry. That's it. There right. is no brand. She says dumb things so that These we react. These fans don't deserve to get trashed by, by a player's wife who got immeasurably wealthy yeah. by playing here and winning nothing. I can't see anybody. They supported her husband while winning nothing. They bought his jersey. They kissed his ass. If Matthew Stafford demanded oh, a pedicure, my, fans would have given it to him. They bought Detroit Rams gear because of Matthew Stafford. My point is there's nothing wrong this week with people saying, cut it. Not this week. Right. No Detroit Rams. No number nine jerseys. Boom. Sack right. him. If Go it's a nine him. jersey, it's J-Mo jersey. That's it. God, I just, I. why do we platform these people? Why? Why? It's the same damn thing with Brittany Mahomes. I go do something in this world. You are not famous. No, your husband is. Poor, poor Brittany found out what it's like to be really famous, and it wasn't her this year. Nobody looked at her in the box. They were looking at uh, somebody's girlfriend. <laughs> like, yeah. think fast. Yeah, to see Can it. you name Cameron Diaz's husband? Nope. She's famous. He's not, and no one wants to hear from you. <laughs> but she feels like the world needs to listen to her pod. The as she idea, and I'm not looking for it. I don't subscribe. I, I'm, I'm reading a newspaper. Yeah, upset. The Lions will not give her a sweep. I take it everything, step, everything you know, that they've done for them. Take it a step further. I banner from the stadium. Put a picture of Kelly Stafford up and just banner. Because they don't know how difficult it is to have all these kids in the stands. Well, then here's an idea. Don't come here. Stay home in your 30,000-square-foot mansion and enjoy your day. Or you know what? Daddy's got to go to work. Go rent out a movie theater for the kids. Here's an idea. Your husband can't hear you cheering. 
Nobody here cares if you're here. Why would they give you a suite? It's their first home playoff game in 30 years. Because they were here for all those years. And they helped build this. It's because Ford Field was here before him. It'll be here after him. Oh, and those... the last I checked, the first banner they put up is after he left. Boom! Oh. Get what, out! What about the commercials? For the Who wants truck? pizza? <laughs> Look, man, nobody hates him. <laughs> nobody hates him. That's not like Roberto. <laughs> Why can't we just please? That's where we are. Who wants pizza? <laughs> yep, she feels as if um, she's being slighted. They're not getting their, their due. And I, I'm telling you, I bet you she thinks that they're going to have this gigantic display. Thank you, Matthew, for all that you've done for this city. They're not coming back to put him in the ring of honor. Right. He doesn't deserve a suite. Right. He doesn't That's need right. people That's to different. wear jerseys. Right. You come back for the Ring of Honor. He's retired. Yes. No problem. Give you a sweep. We'll send a private plane. We're going to give him a beautiful mustard-colored blazer. I don't care. I've said it. Put him up in the Ring of Honor. This is a playoff game. You are not my friend. And why, But this is always what she's done. You can go back. She has knocked the fans multiple times, and I can't stand it. Well, good news, we get to experience it next year because the Rams are coming back. Great. In the regular season. Great. Not Here's sure a folding complain. chair. You can go <laughs> sit outside. Oh, here, Mrs. Stafford, we're welcoming you to your suite. Wait a minute. Where are we? Oh, door shut. Lock it. Get out. Wait. Hockey town? <laughs> Wait a minute. This is a church. Bye now. Bye. He's in what should have been Houston. Wait, wait. Yeah. Here. Here's your suite. This is just empty office space. Bye now. Oh, no, no. We have a suite. But I'm in a baseball stadium. Don't worry about it. It's, it's open it's, air. It's right. beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I know we're focused on the game. I, I, I just have never liked it. When players or players' family knock fans or towns, even if you someone says something unfair about you. Oh, Matthew, you know what, as always, I think her other line in this was, you know, well, Matthew and I have always been the bigger people. It's like, are you serious? I guess I missed the touchdown passes she used to throw. Okay. You get my point. Yeah, I, just, I do. I just, you know what? For once, it's like, why can't Lions fans who have been infinitely supportive of this man have a week where we, he is the enemy? Mm -hmm. And it's not personal. These fans have waited 30 years for this moment. A moment, by the way, your husband couldn't deliver. Yep. You're in a different color jersey. You're a Ram. You won your Super Bowl. You got another contract extension. You got a healthy family. You got four healthy kids, I think. Can you just please, please, for a moment, not take the slightest grievance and then take to social media. You mean not make it about her? Yes, I don't have a drop for that. Just, yes. And I'm sorry if you're listening and you're like, Jesus, why is he so angry? Because it's been consistent with her when she was here, and now she's not here, and I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I have always had a thing. I don't care if you're a man, a woman, whatever league you play in. You know who I don't want to hear from? Your family. I don't want to hear from your husband. I don't want to hear from your wife. I don't want to hear from your daughter. I don't want to hear from your father. I don't want to hear from your aunt. I don't want to hear from anybody. I want to hear from you. You play. The name on the check is you. I don't need to hear from anybody else. It has always irked me. 
It, it, it's just stop. If Stanford has a problem with it, say it. <laughs> you know that's never going to happen. I know. All right, that's all. David, take a text or something, or would you like me to just... Joan Howe says, tell Kelly that our suite is waiting at the very popular District Detroit. Yeah, here's your suite. <laughs> I'm going to call Serta. We'll put a mattress out there. You can sit on it at the District. Enjoy the game. Chris and Flint says, preach, Mike. No staffer love this week. He is the enemy full stop. Yeah, I'd hate to tell Kelly, but most fans, 99% of them in the moment, they want to send Matthew out of here uh, for good. Bye. They want to beat him. And if they can get a hit on him and knock him out, they're going to do it. Welcome to the NFL. It's not personal. It's not yeah. Bounty Gate. But Lions fans, if you let's say Aiden blindsides him, Leonard Marshall sure. on Joe Montana, Stafford's out. Anyone crying? Hope he's okay long term. But I ain't exactly crying if he ain't here for the next forty-five minutes. It's football. Yeah, that's what someone's saying. He is no longer beloved, Matthew Stafford in Detroit. He is the L.A. Rams quarterback. We hate him now. Okay. She doesn't think it should be that way. You should always love Matthew the way she loves Matthew. Don't break your microphone. Just read something. Dude, the world is just bull. It's, the whole world is just baloney. Wait you, wait, you don't understand why she feels that way? I don't. It makes total sense. <laughs> The home for Detroit sports in Vegas. The Detroit Pistons host the San Antonio Spurs. Free game tomorrow night at 635 on 97.1. The Ticket. All right, let's get to the people. I'm very sorry for that last segment. That was a little self-indulgent. I just get quite annoyed. Uh, let's go to Rick, 97.1. Rick, how you doing, buddy? And Rick. Rick? Rick's had lunch. All right. Rick is away and uh, enjoying a, a happy meal of some sort. We'll go to Trevor, 97.1. What's up, Trev? Hello, you guys there? Yeah, yeah, Trev. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, Mike and Miko? How are you, sir? Sorry. Well Good, done. how are you? Good. Yeah, so my thing is, for golf, I feel like McVeigh uh, knows him a lot, and... I mean, when he gets hit, I feel like that's when he starts, like, throwing these, like, passes, you know. I mean, you've seen it before where he starts getting hit a lot and pressure's on him. That's when he, I think, kind of throws it bad. But um, for Stafford, I feel like it's a whole new staff in Detroit. And the secondary as well, which you guys have brought up quite a bit, is a big deal. I mean, look, when you're facing someone like Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, uh, and they've got a couple other good skill players, your lack of corners is a real problem. Mm -hmm. And Sutton is only one guy, and I don't want to turn him into something he's not. He's a solid number two in this league. He's not a lead corner. Well, you're going up against maybe the best duo you faced all year. And a guy that sure as hell knows how to get these guys open, schematically speaking. I don't know how it happens. How Cooper Cup is ever running alone by 30 yards, I'll never understand. How Puka Nakua has walked into this league, caught 100 passes, and become a superstar, you have to go to McVay. So, yeah, Trev, I'm really concerned because you're not the Ravens. You know, you don't have this amazing pass rush. 
So time plus scheme, that's a real problem. So what's Aaron Glenn going to do to change that? Yeah, I don't know. See, I don't think he can bring the blitz the way people want him to do. The Broncos, Wilson was broken. It's limited fear. They they saw blood in the water, and they took advantage of it. And you saw, you know, I mean, uh, not McVay, but the the coach, Broncos coach, had the meltdown on the sideline. And then next thing you know, Russell's gone because they saw – Russell has limited mobility. He is not the same Mr. My Unlimited is, he used to right, be. Until you give me a better solution forward, or Trevor, if you can give it to me, it has to be we're going to load up the box, we're going to pressure you, we're going to take away the run, and we're going to hit Stafford 100 times. And if you're able to just hit a couple of bombs on us, it is what it is. Rico, you I live with it. I, I have to because I, no disrespect, I don't hear Trevor or you or anyone in this audience giving me an alternative. No, because you no. can't sit back and play his own defense because you'll get picked apart. You'll be dead. Yeah. Well, I'm, and I'm, also, uh, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. No, Trev, all you. Go ahead. All right, yeah. And one other thing. Have you guys seen Aminor's hair? Yeah. <laughs> I know what you guys. I haven't heard you guys talk about it yet. So Wait, what What am I missing? He dyed his hair blue. Uh-oh. Really? Lulu blue. Yeah. Okay, I mean. He's ready. Let's go. Oh, is that like a thing? I guess. All right. I, yeah, hopefully it won't be like the ski mask. But, yes, he's dyed his hair completely on a Lulu blue. Well, good thing he wears a helmet. I won't have to see it. It doesn't. Who cares? Right. I mean, it, was, it wasn't worth bringing up on the show. Oh, he's like, it, I haven't heard you talk about it. I'm like, well, what did he do? I wouldn't do it, but, hey, looks good on you. I could not <laughs> imagine you with Honolulu blue. Rico, I think you should dye your hair blue. If they beat the Rams, will you dye your hair blue? Now the Lions would have to beat the Niners in San Francisco to go to a Super Bowl. Now that's a bet right there. That is a future bet. 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 Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, Let's go to Ian ninety seven one. Ian, how you doing? Working on your suite with the Kelly. I'm working on. Hey guys, how you doing? Ian, what's going on, buddy? Uh, sitting here on hold, I think I found something that can help you all. And of course, by you all, I mean uh, everybody but Mike. Uh, this is from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 5, verses 5 and 6. It is better not to promise anything than to promise something and not do it. Don't let your words cause you to sin. Uh, if you do, God will become angry with your words and will destroy everything you've worked for. I am getting to and, sure, and, and, and you know what? If you read the next verse, Ian, it says, and you will not draft a quarterback in the draft. Ian, I am getting him to the game. Can we all calm down, please? I love Ian. Ian with the call of Actually, the day. Ecclesiastes chapter six says, "Don't pay a running back." Uh, That's thank on. you, thank you. My favorite chapter. <laughs> yes, one for the wall. Um, as far as the actual game goes, um, Laporta is obviously the main concern. Um, you know, if we have him, I think you know probably eighty percent. I would say I'd feel confident we'd win the game. Um, but without him, I mean, it's basically like missing one of our offensive linemen. Um, as far as the whole Dan Campbell, Dan Gamble thing goes, I mean, you know, three years ago, we had never really seen a coach like Dan Campbell. So seeing a coach like Dan Campbell in the playoffs doesn't really scare me that much. Um, you know, I feel like we live by the sword, die by the sword with him. And that's kind of, it is what it is, but, Mm -hmm. you know, Friday will be, you know, the be all end all for me, at least as to how confident I feel going into the game. Um, you know, whether or not we see Laporta active or out. Yeah, I mean, Ian, I, I I, know some people be like, wait, you can't put that much importance on one player, but he's so unique. 
He's a plus in the run game. He's a plus-plus in the pass game. He is your quarterback's safety valve. But he's also on those first and ten hard play action out of largely run sets. He's one of the two guys that generally is being targeted 15, 20 yards down the field. You take that away, it just changes everything. He's the Swiss Army knife for this offense. I mean, you know, you can plug him in the run game, plug him in the pass game. Um, you know, like you say, the safety net for golf. I feel like golf is going to be really uncomfortable if he doesn't have that option to throw to. Um, and that will, you know, especially on pressure situations, that'll really hurt us on offense. Um, I could see us stalling out a lot more than we even do already if Laporte is not available to go. Yep. Uh, Ian, I'm with you. Oh, wow. I'm on Russ Thanks, Harris. Blue. You got it, brother. I mean, that's, that's really Honolulu Blue. Yeah. He went all out. I mean, hey, man. How, how how do you get that out? Like, let's you, say they wash it a lot. So that's all it takes. Yeah, it's not permanent dye, but yeah, it's, it, it'll it'll take. I think I'd shave my head and just start over. Or you do that. Uh, I mean, that's that's really blue. You shave it, go to Cabo, and come back in a few weeks. All right. What's the what's the problem? You're an NFL player. You take a month. Yeah, I'm not messing with that. That's huh. that's a lot of work. Right, you go to another country where nobody knows who you are, and <laughs> sure. That's what we're all going to want to do if they lose to the Rams. Yeah. I don't want to do that show, but I thought it was important we started today with. No, no, because if look, I'm not trying to, I'm trying to stay positive, but if they lose, it will be another, another chapter in same old lion. And oh my God, remember when Stafford came here and you'll talk about, it's like Calvin in the catch and it's the flag. Why and, can't and it just be that the Rams are a really mm-hmm. tough matchup because for this of team? Who, the quarterback was who came back. It was Matthew Stafford, so it's like the circle of life. He came back, and he won a playoff game in Detroit before Detroit actually that's won That's not game. fair to this fan base. It's not, but you that's what the fans are going to be saying, Mike. Look at Kenny. Look what you just did to him. Look yeah, at he just said, I'm leaving. I don't want to think about losing anymore. Right, because if they lose, it Kenny, won't be, how oh, are they you? just lost to a better team. So when I get you to the game, how are you going to handle if they lose? If you get me to the game, um, I will mm. handle it. Really? I'll handle it probably pretty poorly, to be honest with you. Kenny. Because I, the, I'm i the opposite of you. The closer we get to this game, the more confident I'm getting. I don't know where it's coming from, but I'm starting to believe more and more. I am getting you to the game, and I'm buying all your drinks. Will you just have a little faith? These two, hey, the two Christians here don't. Can you give me a little they're, faith? They're bringing me down, man. That, yeah. Hey, where's the blind faith? You show your guy JC. No, no, you can't, no. and, you can't you know, give me but, a little blind but, but faith. Mike, in, this is in, the Lions. Mike, but me. In, in John 5 7. Stop. He That's leaned not even over real. and said, Hey, Judas, go do what you have to do and see if you can find Kenny some sweet tea tickets. That's a sweet tea. That's not even a real thing. <laughs> it is. He said, Judas. Go, he said, Judas, do what you got to do. See if you can find Kenny some tickets. He doesn't drink sweet tea. I drink sweet tea. Sweet tickets. I don't even know the story he's telling, but isn't Judas a bad guy? I don't know. The point he, is. No, he is. And he leaned over at the table and said, Judas, go do what you need to do because I know what you're about to do to me. Go do it. David, fact. That is very true. He did lean over. Yeah. He whispered to him and said, go do what you got to do. I'm, I'm leaving. See do it now. He said, Kenny. do it now. Yeah. Do it now. Find Kenny a ticket to the game. I am. I got no, it on it to Judas. <sighs> Read something, please. And some sweet tea. 248-539-9797. Goodbye.
right, a lot to do. Um, we got a couple open phone lines first time all day, but I am sounding the alarm. I only speak for myself. I am very afraid of Sunday's playoff game, and it's all football. This has nothing to do with PTSD. It has nothing to do with SOL. It has nothing to do with, oh, my God, what a story, Stafford. Uh, F Stafford. I'm scared for football reasons, and we're talking about it. And there's a lot of people who feel the way I feel. Now, the other storyline, I want to tell you something. I have never been more disappointed in David. So David said, hey, look, I got a contact. I might have a pair for sale because I'm getting Kenny to this game. Mm-hmm. So David calls his contact. Do you know what the contact said? Oh, God. Uh-uh, even worse. Who are these for? And David's like, oh, it's, it's for Mike. Mike doesn't go to church. I'm not selling to him. Okay? That's not okay. true. That is not true. Okay? Mm. I thought your church was a place of welcoming people. I thought it was inclusive, not exclusive. That is not true. Okay, so here's the deal. They already sold their tickets. That's a lie. Wow. That is a lie. You are you are refurbishing the truth for the air. So you couldn't even just take one for the team and go Sunday? So you can get these tickets. Kenny. Take one for the ticket. No, listen, I'm going to take money out of my pocket if I have to. Get just to just go to his church service and get the tickets. <laughs> pl- pl- That's all you had to do. No, no, uh-uh. That's well, not th- what I had to do. This is why you're not getting tickets. That's not, no, no. I'm not <laughs> bargaining. You told me you don't get to bargain this religion thing. The it, point it, I'm making is. a different is, church, but I would go with him if he would get the tickets, yes. Uh, look at that. David, David not doing a sermon to sit there with his buddy on the front pew. I'm good. So listen, <laughs> here's the deal. I'm going to put a bounty. I will have to make an take offer. Take David out in the break. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. I got to get out of here. No, David, no, 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 no. I think what we got to do is this: if you're in the, if you're out there in listener land, who wants to take Kenny to the game? I pay for the ticket and I pay for all your drinks. We're getting Kenny into the game. I don't need to waste my time with this corporate nonsense. I thought we had a spot for Kenny. It's ridiculous we don't. So I'm going to take I'm going to take matters into my own hands. If you take Kenny, you get a ticket paid for and you get free drinks. We got Kelly on line 9. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, <laughs> hey, if you had a luxury suite, Kelly Stafford would like to buy it. I, Kenny, I got three people on on the march for this. I'm going to get it handled, but I'm I'm just David, in this whole, well, you know, if you were a man of faith, I'd sell him to you. I read it's judgmental. It's hurtful. Don't listen to anything this man is saying. That's not oh, re- what happened. Really? Really? All I know is I got a feeling you're going to hear, sadly, Kenny never made it to the Lions game. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> Just like when I pass it along, Rico. Sadly, Kenny never passed it along. I'll buy the tickets right now, but what I'm trying to do is use my contacts to get him better seats. Now, if you want me to just hit the button so you'll STFU, I'll do it. Well, 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 let's not be so hasty wait, here. Wait, wait, what? This become about me. It's not about me. You know what? I'll tell you why. It's because, not about me. Because you're a big parakeet in a 49ers hoodie, and I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Penny's not going to the game. <laughs> it doesn't stop. Didn't say a word. Is there a reverb in here? David. Sadly, Kenny will be watching the game at home. <laughs> I just hear it in Morgan Freeman's voice. (laughs) 
Rico, if that happens, you will be getting a picture of me in my apartment going, sadly, Kenny was watching the game at his apartment. <laughs> David, would you like to read the ticket text for the first time yes, this hour? I can read some. Stafford didn't win one single big game in Detroit for 12 years. He's not going to start now. That is from RJ. One has nothing to do with the other, guys. Robin Moreau said, I'm not worried about the Lions putting up points on the board. I'm worried about our ability to keep points off the board. Let me ask you a question. 28-24, 2.43 to go. Rams get the football. How confident are you? Not very. David? Yeah, I'm not confident. Kenny? No, not confident at all. So, in essence, you not only need the lead, but the ball as well. Like, you don't believe this team can close out a playoff game. Uh, okay, I'll take that back. If the Rams have the ball like at their five or ten yard line, because then I think Glenn will just say, "Screw it, we're bringing the blitz, and we're going to try to get a safety or a sack or get him to fumble." Because he'll have he'll you know the short field, he'll be able to take advantage of that. But in the middle of the field, new no new no. dead giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> David, go ahead. Jordan Pontiac says, "I'm not worried about Stafford. Heard people for years calling." Wanting us to trade him, now we're scared of him? Lions by 14. Okay. That just doesn't make sense. All right. You know what? I, I can't I can't argue stupid right now. I'm, I'm too stressed out. I got to get this Kenny thing off my back. I got faith in you. I believe it can get done. Oh, do you? I, I believe you hang out with some judgmental people. He said he believes it can get done. He didn't say he believes it will get done. I can hit a button right now and make it happen. I'm trying to get him better seats. Right. Then once I get him in the building, I'm going to work the the, 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 the the back channel. I'm going to get him into the suite. i got to get him in the building first. It'll happen, Mike. And it's actually in Exodus. As he told God told Moses, part the Red Sea, and once everybody is through, there'll be a ticket for Kenny on the other side. I got you. And then the Lord tapped his chest twice. What did he see an audible? What did he identify the mic linebacker? What the hell does that mean? That means I got you. Oh, got it. Oh, he didn't do the decker. He didn't do what he was. No. That Jesus reported eligible. Right. That would say he's eligible to cross the Red Sea. I'm already there. So Moses. I got you. Kenny's ticket is on the other side of the Red Sea. You just got to cross it. <laughs> David, please read something. <laughs> I don't know if I should love this or not. Yeah, I you feel should. Like you like... should. <laughs> oh, man. Stafford is 10 and 60 against teams above 500. I am in no way afraid of Matthew Stafford in this game. Yeah, but what is he with the Rams? I think that's probably a more appropriate stat. Remember, he joined a winless Lions team. Let's be somewhat fair. I'm 100% confident the Lions will beat the Rams. Why? I'm not sure why. Ah. It's just the same feeling I had in the first game against the Chiefs. And I bet money on the money line for the Lions. We'll do the same here. I will reset the reasons, top of the hour. None of them are fake or hot takey. It's all football. Mm -hmm. The one thing I didn't understand, Doug and Scott were doing this today, and it was like fans were conflicted about whether to root for Stafford. I'm like, what? Do you show up in your Stafford jersey? I'm like, I hope they have a Honolulu blue body bag, and and we just stuff them in there. No, that's where you have your – That's where you come. I think pregame, pep rally, 
Bring all your Stafford jerseys and all your Detroit Ram gear light and it. just light it on fire. Who the hell would go to this game and be like, wow, you know, I want the Lions to win, but boy, Stafford sure looks good today. What? Jim Costa. There's a lot of people, Wait, Mike. what? There's a Doesn't lot. Doesn't he love Stafford? There's a lot of people. He I hates golf. Yeah, but I don't know Jim's take on Stafford. Oh, he wants. Yeah, he likes Stafford. He does? It was a big mistake getting golf here. You can't get rid of golf fast enough. Big mistake. They just won the NFC North. It's they won it in spite of golf. He's in the building. Bring him in here. Where is he? I know he already taped his piston stuff. Lord knows uh-huh. nobody would notice the difference if he didn't. Where where is he? He's in the building. Go He's get him. Probably in the gym. Go go get him. Right now. Tell him we need an audience with him. Bring him in here. I want him on the record where he stands on this. If he's one of these LA uh, LA Lions things. No, no, I think he's a he's a Stafford guy. But he's going to root for Stafford this weekend? I don't know. I, I just don't know if he roots he for Stafford, be. but I don't think he'll shed a tear if golf Who's we? If golf has a bad game and Stafford doesn't, it's going to be one of the Tayshawn Prince. Oh, that's that's some <laughs> kind of mental disorder. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> I'll go get him. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. I'm going to take care of some business. We got football today. We're going to reset the deck at five o'clock. I got another phone call. I got to make in the break. I'm getting Kenny there. I don't know what all this religious quotation was in that segment, but I'll move past it. Jim Costa joining us. This is tremendous because uh, they were painting you in a bad light. Not surprising. I, I want to ask a question. I was told, and I didn't know this about you. So you're a super-duper Stafford fan guy. I stuck up for him when okay. a lot of people took their shots at but him. But you yeah. still like him. Yeah, Gener- okay. generally, yeah. So here's a question. Doug and Scott were doing something today, and I couldn't figure out who these people were. Like, I don't know what rat hole these people came out of. But people were like, you know, I'm kind of conflicted about whether to root for Stafford. So all I said is, Costa's in the building. We don't need to play pretend. I want it on the record. Tell me you're not one of those guys. No. Not even a little bit. So Not even a little. Mike, the whole Detroit Rams thing, people co-opting that as some kind of Lions accomplishment, it was the opposite of a Lions accomplishment. They didn't build a team around Stafford, and it was played out on national TV. Now they got a chance to show that they've learned, that they've built a team, and they have built a team. All right, and you so, root for the team that you grew up rooting for. 30 I'm, years, I got a chance to see something that's never happened before. I'm making Matthew sure. Stafford win a game at Ford Field? Don't do it. That's not nice. Listen, I like being right. Mike knows this. I like being right. Okay. I, I don't I don't need to see him be right. Okay, you'll be joining David with little baby Houston. you have little baby Matthew or Kelly. I'm talking to you. I'm not talking me. to you. Not, yes. not me. Yeah. No. He goes out there and throws for 500 yards. <laughs> so here's my question. I wanted Jim in here because, Rico, I know you agree with me on this. And I, I think a voice of dissent is a good thing. So I hinted at this when we taped Cash the Ticket today. I am sounding the alarm that nothing to do with the Lions past. I think that's lazy. No PSD, PTSD, no SOL, none of it. Football reasons. And Costa had, and we don't have Vito the Value Cactus with us, but R.I.P. A pop, no, we have to. He fix might it. be dead. No, we'll get to it. I may have broken the Value Cactus. The point Where is, is it you breaking things. Will you please? Like a cherry snapped him over his knee. <laughs> Stop. Here's the deal. Jim is going to bring a power stat to the table that, even though he disagrees with what I'm saying, 
I have sounded the alarm that here today, the kickoff to Lions playoff week, I'm very afraid mm -hmm. Sunday. So I gave football reasons, and the biggest one we'll save for last. Jim, I, wa I want to know if you remotely value, because that's your yeah, word. There he is. Value. Do you value each of these? That you give it some value, a lot of value, no value. Okay? Let me give you number one. Mm-hmm. And this is verified through Tobacco Boy, a.k.a. T.J. Lang. Lions have barely any playoff experience on this team. Mm -hmm. And it's first playoff game, pressure at home, pressure prime time, where T.J. has said that does change how you play. It changes your mindset. I worry they could come out tight. Sure, I'll defer to TJ, who's been in those moments. Sure, some there's value, some value, a lot of value, or no value. Just some value, okay. only a couple use. Okay. See, see, I don't think so because you, you no, no, because you play so well in all your primetime games, including Dallas, where a lot of people believe the Lions should have won that every game. bit as good as Dallas. Right. So if every primetime game you were like five and one, this is business as usual. It's, a, it's not their first one where I could understand, like, man, bright lights, but you've. Been on Monday night football, Sunday night football, the Thursday night Monday night football game. Like you've been on all the different games, you won them all but one, the Saturday night one. I think you should be okay. All right, number two, I have said I can't get the imagery of Nick Mullins with his face smushed into his helmet, throwing for basically eight hundred yards twice in three weeks. Like I am very nervous about Nakua. Cooper Cup, Stafford, and McVeigh on the fast track. Okay. Not much value at all. Okay, let's hear why. Couple points. Good. Nick Mullins, six interceptions in those two games. If it comes with turnovers, <laughs> you're okay with it. And I, what I want you to do, and I was saving this for cash the ticket later in the week, but what we got the mics yeah, on. Just let's have do some it here. fun. Relax. No Kyron Williams. Sean McVeigh is, is he has to run the ball, run the ball. Lions will take Kyron Williams out of the game. Look up Matthew Stafford this season without Kyron Williams, without a quality run game. Three games, they went one and two. He threw three touchdowns. He threw three picks. If you don't run the ball and the Lions stop the run, Stafford's going to be put in a position where he may make a couple mistakes. I like this. Now, here's the thing. It's been a while since. I, yeah, I had to go back to September 25th to the last time Kyron Williams averaged less than 4.2 a carry. Mm -hmm. that, now, but this Lions run defense is legit. Whether right. you, whether no, you no, like no. the secondary or not. But see, here's the you got to pick your poison. So if you're that focused on stopping the run, that means that you got two receivers, single coverage, and this is a secondary that's given up 200 yard games. For the last three weeks to a wide receiver. But, to one wide receiver. But they've said feast or famine. As long as we get sacks, TFLs, turnovers, and that's been part of the equation. You'll okay. dial it up. You'll stop the run. You'll bring a couple extra guys near the line of scrimmage, and you'll give up a couple big plays. Yeah, but if you get big... the stops and the turnovers, then they, yeah. Rico, they've won two oh. of the last three and could have been three of three. Let's go to let's go to number three. I'm saving the big one for less. This one's going to hit close to home because this is, a, this is his thing. I get concerned if Dan Gamble becomes Dan Campbell. Work with me. Mm, a little reckless. No. What if he recoils? Oh, so, he's not going to do that. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Factually speaking, have we ever seen a coach like him in the playoffs? I can't come up with one. We haven't seen a coach like him, period. Okay, so he rolls bones in the regular season. Mm -hmm. What if in the big moment he doesn't do it or the other end of the spectrum loses his cool like he did in Dallas? Yeah. 
and go zany. I, I think there's a big coaching edge in this game. Sean McVay, if you pay attention to fourth and twos, fourth and threes, cowardly punts, settling for field goals, he is the ultimate tail-between-his-legs NFL coach. Oh, you give me Dan Campbell on the other side with some gambles and occasional reckless decision-making. I'll take that over a guy who's going to put the punt around the field. So the volatility doesn't I, scare no. you? No. Okay. Last one, and this is the big one, obviously. And I, I, I said this part to him earlier, and then he was doing research for the Friday pod. I'm terrified of no Sam Laporta, and I don't think he's playing. I think the Lions are smart with how they're phrasing it and what they're doing. Hey, make the Rams game plan. Sam Laporta, to me, is your second most important offensive player behind Amon Ross St. Brown. Mm-hmm. It's just how I feel. Yeah. And I said, look, anytime they need a big first down, this is who they go to. Well, I didn't realize the level. Jim has a power trend. How many first downs does Rico Beard think Sam Laporte is responsible for this season? Hmm. First, wow, that's a good question. 25? Okay. Jim, do you want to? Hold on, let's go around the room. 25 for Rico. Uh, to the man who wouldn't sell me I, I tickets because I don't go to church. I heard that, the answer. Oh, you, you're so, then you're, then you you're out. Yourself. Then you're out. He heard the answer. I didn't hear the question. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Kenny Cott. How many first downs is Sam Laporta responsible for this season? Oh, boy, that's tough. Rico um, said 25. I, yeah, I was going to say averaging probably a couple a game. 25 is not a bad guess. I'd say probably a little less than that. Maybe oh, really? 20. Yeah. Okay. Jim Costa to the main stage. Damn near 50. He's got 48 first downs for the Detroit Lions, the second most on the team, behind only Amon Ra. That's I'm sorry, guys. I wanted you to get that point, but there's a reason why Kenny didn't hear the question. I have a big one. We have breaking news. He's got ticket? No. Oh. Alabama no. head coach Nick Saban is retiring. I mean, Pete Carroll and Saban on the same day, they're both in their 70s. Yeah, they I, are. Look, I, I let me let me say this. The Laporta thing, I want to continue with. But the Saban thing, it's no secret. He hates modern college football because any coach with a brain does. It's a miserable existence. There are no rules. You've already got seven natties. And Miss Terry wants you to go on vacation. I, if I were a big-time college football coach, I'd leave too. There's no point to it. And we saw it in college basketball. Jay Wright said no mas. Roy, I'm out. Like, Coach K, goodbye. You have to be insane in the current format. Now, I mean, what's Georgia going to do when Kirby goes to Bama? Why do you have to hurt Kenny this way? You know what? I was going to say something very unsavory to Rico, but you know what? This religious spirit we've all been talking about today, I'm going to take the high road. No, Kenny, say it. Say it. You're on the radio. Say it. Say it. Toxic. (laughs) Uh, But can I get the feedback? All right, Saban's out. Uh, Laporta, 48 first downs this season. Gone. Some value, a lot of value, no value. And my fear, without him, they are greatly impacted. A ton of value. No, 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 no. To this guy. To the Stafford lover. Oh, this is one of those... Value <laughs> points. Who's we? 21% of all first downs he's responsible for. Gone. Poof. Who's, who's the replacement? Zach Mitchell or whatever his name is? He has a name. What who's, is it? Who would you get it? Right? 
James. James. His name's James. It's a great first name. James, John, Pete, Bob. Who cares? No good. Yeah, see, he's the safety valve. And all your run game and all that other stuff, when it comes down to it, Laporta moves the chain. He's not there. So I think that's the difference between this game is, man, your backup tight end better be that good or... I mean, or hopefully maybe J-Mo plays, stretches the field some Practice so that today. Amara can be the guy that goes across the middle because that was Laporta. That's where he ate. My fear is without Laporta, you can now roll all your coverage right, Tom Unruh. And then you're depending on guys. It's not their role to do that. And if Goff has to start making multiple reads and hanging on to the football, well, guess what? The Rams have the same amount of sacks you do. I just think it's a very scary combination. So I wanted. I do. And yes, here, here's what Jim and I do on the podcast. If you're so effing sweet, why are you a pick on a neutral field against the Rams? Why are you a flat three-point favorite against a team that, according to you listeners, we are just so much better than? Anyone want to tell me that? I mean, that, that's not how it works in the playoffs. I mean, the Steelers ain't rolling into Buffalo's three-point underdogs. No. The Packers aren't going down to Dallas to three-point dog. Tell me. Cookies. No, I'm not mad at him. That's not a him thing. Oh, no, no, I'm no I was just asking. Like, he's here, so let's get the most yes. out of him. I mean, I don't share here. the same level of fear that you that you do. What and I think that both of you, of, right? What's because your level of concern? Rico, you're concerned too, right? Oh, I am very concerned. Okay, yeah. I mean, once Laporta went down, I'm sitting there like, this is why you don't play But, but guys, it comes down to this. So much of this is about, you know, Stafford and whatever. It's about the Lions and what they've done over the last three years to show that they are a top-to-bottom quality football team. If you believe it, you are not scared. Okay. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Nick Saban retired. Pete Carroll fired. Story about Vrabel wild. It's all there for you. But the Lions, I'm sounding the alarm. Uh, by the way, fun fact that's not so fun. Jim Costa on his way out. Dropped the microphone. Do you know who's fourth on the team in first downs? Khalif Raymond. Together, you are missing 30% of the first downs you've attained this season as you enter this game this weekend. But hey, you beat the Vikings. Okay. That's a proud okay. accomplishment. I'm making a point. I'm, ner- I'm very nervous. Oh, David, by the way. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I had a listener send a uh, message. Uh, tell Mike he can just listen to Doug and Gator. They're giving away tickets tomorrow for Kenny. I'd just rather not go to the game. <laughs> D- David, ticket text, please. No, I've got Kenny set. I've got it set up. You're putting so much pressure. It's no pressure. But I did find another verse. I don't want it. You want to hear? (laughs) As the Lord said, David, if you slay Goliath, there's a ticket in it for Kenny. (laughs) Ay, 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 ay. Oh, man. Someone says, maybe you will see more Gibbs and Montgomery on the field together with Laporta out. I'm not worried. Okay. Uh, Yes, our team is young with no experience, but outside of the core, there are 36 rookies on the Rams roster as well. They've never been in this environment either. They will make mistakes. Someone else says, Mike, you're taking the joy out of everything. No. Why are we sounding the alarm? Enjoy. Because I'm honest. Because I'm honest with my listeners. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not just going to show up to work and burp into the microphone and tell you we're going to win by 40 and do a lion roar. 
This is a really tough draw for this team. And the, arguably, you're, I, I don't, the second best offensive player you have and one of the five best players on the team is not going to be there. Okay? It, it concerns me. And here, I don't care. Maybe Cookies is going to get his rocks off listening to this. But while I like Jared Goff and I think Goff is good, he ain't no Joe Burrow. All right, this isn't Peyton Manning in his prime, where if you lost Marvin Harrison, hey, who's that white dentist on the practice squad, Blair White, superstar, Jacob Tammy out of a grocery store? Like, Goff needs his players, all right? So I'm sure Jim is swerving all over the road in excitement. But my point is, I... When a guy's responsible for 50 first downs in a regular season, and I don't have him, who you replacing him with, game on the line, third 50, and six. Yeah, I didn't think it was 50. I mean, it's I had 48. It, it's 48. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking I had 25. Like, wow, that's – I knew he was a safety blanket. But yeah, when he went down, it was like, oh, this is not good because you need him. Unleashing the – You never know. Um, all right, let's go to the people, see where they're at. We go over to James, 971. What's up, James? How you doing? Well, sadly, Valente did not live up to his promise, and Kenny never made it into the ball game. Sometimes oh I just miss oh my God. and they do for get oh. busy living or get busy dying. No more. What up, gentlemen? Oh my god, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh my god. Love James, it. I've never should, met you, but I love you. Should I call you James or Red? Which one would you like better? Wow. Well, All right, James, yeah. come on, man. You're killing me. Listen, so a couple things. Rico, is it true that the Lions denied Kelly Stafford a request to sit in a, in a fancy private booth? Uh, that's what she was saying on her pod, that she wanted to get into a suite, and I guess they are sold out because uh, they haven't played in forever. So I can see why the suites would be sold out. Okay. Well, if that came down from the Ford family, if there was a suite available, I love it. And I wish the rest of these Lions, Stafford loyalists would take the hint from their frigging owner and stop the nonsense. I agree. With cheering for Matthew. And hopefully there's a video. I want to win. All right. Like Rico, I was at the last playoff game. I was in my 20s with a mullet, and I live with my mama. Everything that has changed. Is I don't have a mullet anymore. That being said, <laughs> stop it. Matthew Stafford is the friggin' enemy. Right. Hey. James, we were talking about it last week. I-, I would be annoyed if they did something special. When you bring him back when he retires and you want to do Stafford Day and do Makes all that, I don't yeah. care. God bless. Have a good time. James, Sa- I-, I want him to take 17 quarterback hits on Sunday. I have no interest <laughs> in his good time or feelings. Thank you. And I, I, some, I think sometimes forget these listeners, guys. Forget that the Pistons and the Red Wings and the Tigers have taken us to the friggin' mountaintop in Detroit. And we are capable of actually winning and being number one. But you need to get Stafford uncomfortable from the word go. Get in his friggin' head, man. So I agree. Don't, don't let him in. And <laughs> question regarding a, yeah. a recent game against the Broncos. Isn't that a similar type game where a hot team on a winning streak with a great quarterback and a superb mindset of a head coach came into Ford Field. Everyone was worried. I just think the Rams Rams are better in every way. That's the difference. Most definitely, most definitely. I just I'm trying to draw. I'm I know here, Mike. Like you guys, because it's sphincter time, man. 
I know. I know. And I mean, James, there's always going to be a little bit of nerves when when your team doesn't get in. First of all, it was an unbelievable Morgan Freeman impersonation. Um, like I just, I mean, this is the most expensive wild card ticket in the history of the National Football League. It's doubled in price because yesterday it was like four hundred and twenty dollars. So if it's gone well, to that, one thing that I was talking to Evan about, and I don't want to be accusatory, it's just something I have to vet it out. But some of the extra tickets sounds like they were just put on the secondary market. That it wasn't a face value situation. That like there is no face value. That the market is the market. So it is just and again, I totally I understand if people want to pay crazy to go to it. It's 30 years in the making. It's a life thing. It's a life experience. It's a memory. It's it's but it's also why I'm I'm scared because look, for this football team, they've never experienced a game like this. I mean, sure, Goff has, but even for him, it's been what, four years? He was benched in 20. John Wofford started yeah, I was the about playoff to say, game. Yeah, he had to go into the game and play relief right. pitcher. But and outside yeah, of him, they how many guys no on confidence. this team have playoff experience? And now not only are you at, like, when you're on the road, it's different. World is against us. It's us versus everyone. We all we got, the whole bit. No, you're at home. You're the expected. You're the favorite. And it's a primetime game. I know what the fans are going to do. They're going to make this the best home field advantage in all of football this weekend. They've been doing that all last couple of years. But is the team ready to answer for that? See, but but hold on now. I'm a little confused here, and I get the importance of Laporta here, but he also doesn't have playoff experience. He's a rookie. Okay. So you're talking about playoff experience here, but... David, I... Okay, fair. But when, when uh, he is a superstar... I understand. He is. He's very important. I just get very, I mean, who's replacing him? Brock Wright. <laughs> I mean, he's a nice second or third tight end, but let's not get carried See, away now. The only thing I'm worried about with Sam Laporta is just the run game. I think you can supplement the passing game and get first downs and routes. Other people can run those routes. I see Laporta as the fact that when you start focusing too much on Gibbs and too much on Montgomery, the play action, he is He's like Cooper Cup. He's wide open. Very true. Very true. And without that, no offense, but Brock Wright ain't running them routes. Now, Brock Wright at the goal line, Brock Wright on a third and short, Brock Wright in the flat, and <laughs> hey, we're good. But, I mean, come on now. Like, if if Kelsey goes down and, and, and they're playing Noah Gray or whatever his name is, they're not the same. If Kittle goes down and they try to moonlight use check out there, not the same. I mean, Mark Andrews goes down. All right, they drafted Isaiah Likely. Okay, noted. But we don't have that. All right, David, a couple of the ticket texts. Uh, the rest of this week, it is the buildup, man. I still can't believe that Laporta stat. No. And <laughs> but, by the way, if you guys are just joining us, reports are Nick Saban is retiring. Kirby Smart, $20 million a year. Make it happen. Kenny, you shake your head, but what do you think Alabama's about to do? They're about to go scorched earth looking for a coach if they haven't already found the replacement. I'm guessing oh, they I knew mean, this okay, was coming. It, and Would you not, if you're Alabama, throw 20 a year at Kirby? Oh, sure. I'd throw the offer there. Okay, so it starts there. Now, I'm not telling you Georgia wouldn't match, but if you can't get Kirby, my next call would be Dan Lanning. Yeah. I think Dan Lanning is a superstar. Now, another one, but I don't know if he would fit in the SEC, is Kalen DeBoer. 
Uh, he ain't ready for that. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if he's ready for SEC football. Yeah, no, they want him more. I think he's probably best served to stick right where he's at. Yes, oh, David. Maybe it goes full circle and what? Harbaugh goes to Alabama. Okay. Now you're just <laughs> trolling at an immense rate. David, go ahead, buddy. Uh, Frank in Livonia says Josh Reynolds is no Laporta, but he could be clutch in the first down area guy for the game. Also, golf loves and trusts him. Okay. I, I Guys, you know what? Forget it. It's too late in the day. I'm not going to get upset. Just leave it alone. Someone has said, I uh, greatly enjoyed the segment on weaknesses for each team. Now I get to pay attention to the matchups. Okay, then. Well, David Ooh. David patting himself on the back. No, I'm reading what texts are coming in. That's all. Someone says Sweeney, uh, Dabo Sweeney to Georgia. I mean, to Alabama. You know what? If this was four years ago, yeah. Dabo doesn't like to recruit that hard. He doesn't like NIL. No. He's not into the portal. Dabo should retire next if he's not mm-hmm. going to change how he coaches. Yeah. I think Lanning is probably. Now, the thing is, what do you do with all those guys who transferred out to Oregon? Uh, they transferred to Alabama. So Dylan Gabriel has to Alabama. What difference does it make? There's no rules. No, That's why right. Saban left. No, There's no right. rules. You're right. Mike it's insanity. Wins. Mike wins. Wee! Alabama, 38 new transfers two weeks before the season. Like, I mean, it's just what we're doing here. Maybe he gets his uh, Aflac commercial buddy take over. Oh, the uh, Coach Prime? Yeah. I, I think that would be a grave error. Dion needs to prove he can build something. I hate to break it to Fox because I know they want to make Dion a superstar. I love having Dion in college football. I love the fun of it. I love the idea of it. I'm fascinated to see if it works. You have to be somebody to get the head coaching job at Alabama. You, you don't get what? to just be in commercials. That's ridiculous. We're we, oh, we going to do the early, too early for college football thing this week. I don't know. We'll see. Because, you know, I'll just give. Do you know what the over-under is for Colorado for next year? Four and a half, five? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're not, I, I hate to break it to people. Dion has kind of missed a key portion of, of the job. It's called recruiting. I was just about to say. He's not doing it. They they are not signing anyone. They're just using the portal. And that has to be the base of your yeah, team. I, yeah. That's where player development takes place. I, I Yeah, I can't help you. Can't help you. Let me read one more here before we get to Jeff down at the LCA. Uh, this Rams team is equivalent to last year's Lions team if last year's team went to the playoffs. You mean dangerous? Yes. You mean like last year when I said nobody wanted a piece of you? Yeah, just like that. Bring Rieger in the mix, will you please? What's up, boys? How are you? What's up, buddy? What's going on? What's going on? Um, I I do want to ask a question. I was listening. You got me a little freaked out about your uh, weaknesses for the Detroit Lions. I I want to get your thoughts, and I want you to be just honest with me. Stafford coming back to town. This is the biggest game we've ever witnessed for the Detroit Lions. I I, I mean, unless you were alive in 1957, I don't think you can dispute that. If they lose, like you're afraid they're going to lose, how much does that set things back? Like, are we willing to use the acronym? I, I don't want to say it in I think your it'd be, I think it'd be lazy. I, every, lazy. Everything I have is about football. No, no, Everything no. I have is about matchups. It's about who you drew. I'll say this, Mike. You are talking football. I see where Rieger is going with this. And, Rieger, I do think that it would be the latest chapter 
in the acronyms. It would be, it would go right up there with the process. It would go right up there with the picked up flag. It would go up right with the pass back and forth with Schwartz and the flag that he threw on the touchdown that the refs were about to no, give no. to him. The Taking game in the Seattle. Yeah. The Aaron Rodgers back no. and forth kind of thing. Yeah. No, no, but Mike, Mike, let, let me sell this to you very quickly. You can do whatever you want. My answer is no. You, you lose to Matthew Stafford, the man responsible, at least in my because eyes. Because they a lot were of the, the better torments. team, not because of anything that happened in your broke bleep past uh, as a franchise. I think it's lazy. Now, if you lose by intergalactic NFL screw job, well, that's then. That's never happened before. But, right. Then, then, <laughs> then we're talking something different. But I just, Jeff, you're down. 30% of your first downs with Khalif Raymond and Laporte. Yes, I heard that stat. That's insane, by the way. You're facing a team. That's not Nick Mullins over there. That, that This is Stafford with a healthy Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Also a team that started 3-6 and six at one point. Well, and think about this. You also needed Nick Mullins to throw those interceptions in order to beat them. Yeah, I, I guess, but you can also look at CeeDee Lamb and Justin Jefferson. They had what? Like a combined 800 yards against the Lions in the last three that, weeks? That's my point. Many, and I understand that, but how many points did the Lions actually give up? Yeah, they but gave up 20. They held Dallas, Mike, to half the points that they average at home. I understand. I'm just saying. Okay, great, great. So, all right, you want it? Do you want it? I'm going to ask you before you do yeah. this, so be careful What's now. Up? Do you What's really want to use a singular data point? No. No. I, I'm just saying. I think it's going to be a tough game, without a doubt. But I am worried about the ramifications of a loss. And I do wonder, considering it would be this The ramifications loss. are, it's going to destroy this fan base. And it's going to be awful. And I don't want it. And I don't want to think about Nobody it. Nobody wants it. Well, I'm not going to come on the air and lie to the listener, okay? I'm not going to do what other people do and just be like, zippity-doo-dah, this is great. Like, what is that? That's not even radio. I'm what, not even come on the air and not have an oh. opinion? I don't do dumb, that. Dumb, dumb. My goodness gracious. Well, I mean, some people don't even talk about Stafford coming back. <sighs> I'm just asking the question. It's something I wonder about. And, and Mike, could you do it for me? My podcast, it's called The What? The Daily Ticket. <laughs> Thank mm. you. That, that, was, and... that, was, that was the segment. That was the topic on The Daily Ticket. If they lose this game, are people going to think it's SOL? I don't care what because people think because most people to. are stupid. Oh, my God. Fine. We're here at the Pistons game, by the way. <laughs> oh, by the way. <laughs> what, Rico? I, no, non-lines related. Talking about Alabama. I can't believe we did not mention this guy's name. It's possible. What, did Jim coach. Harbaugh made him retire? Have you guys gone no, over that? No. They just go get Urban Meyer and pay him that money he demanded. Wouldn't hate it. Wouldn't hate it. I still think Kirby or Dan Lanning is your, your two. You offer Kirby 20 million bucks a year. Kenny would be outside of the uh, Georgia Athletic Department like Jon Snow. Yeah, but I did say. <laughs> no! I'm just, I'm just making a point. The money ain't real down there. I know. Yeah, I mean, I'll do whatever. Hey, do you, do you want the key to the state? Like, they'll give him the state. They'll do whatever. All right, Riggs, take it away, boys, will you please? We'll talk to everybody boys, tomorrow at 2. We continue our march to the playoff game. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry I was real with you guys today. Maybe we'll do sprinkles and, and, and bubble bats tomorrow. It'll be exciting. Good night, everybody. <laughs>
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices so join the revolution subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring listen on your odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast you'll be glad you did